two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, Dirty and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is my brother, Sarge. What's going on? It's a busy day today, man. Yeah, it, up to this point, I was like, I, I was like, there's not really that much going on, and then all of a sudden, boom, boom, and then everything just hits the fan all at once. Right, it never it never ceases to amaze me on the amount of news stories that happen in the video game industry, uh, let alone just world news alone. Just just video game industry, like there's there's bombs and stuff that happen, um, like you know big things that happen. So on today's show, uh, we're gonna be talking about Destiny's uh, state of the game. I guess you want to call it. They're they're. Sarge just quit Destiny. He like literally deleted it from his uh, thing. I don't really play it that much. Um, we're, we're going to talk about it. Uh, um, we're going to talk about, uh, Outriders. I played it a little bit earlier. I can't play it now. We're going to talk about it because Xbox is down right now. The servers are down and it's not because of Outriders. It's something's wrong with the servers. Can't even sign in all of a sudden. So if you're logged in right now, don't log out. Just stay on right. Xbox. I got my, my Xbox has been on since three o'clock. Yep pretend you're like eight years old and your mom and you have the nintendo nes and you can't shut it off because there's no save points okay because if you shut off your xbox you're not getting back on okay um we're gonna be talking about a little bit about marvel avengers the leaks that happened with the uh, the new list of leaks that are coming out um for for characters uh we're gonna talk about uh, let me see what else we got on the, on the docket here anthem we're gonna talk about anthem or the lack of anthem uh we got a couple of other stories we'll see where it goes um, as far as the bungee topics that take quite a bit of time and we're going to cover it because, well, I'm, I'm, I'm just great. Got to. I want to talk. I want to talk about so much stuff. <laughs> my, my face hurts from smiling. I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to, I can't, let's do this. It, it's let's do this. so if you're new here, this is generation X gaming. It's a weekly podcast goes over a few of the top stories from the past week. And we rant along the way right here every single week, 8 PM Eastern right here on youtube.com slash 30 and still gaming. Um, we have past broadcasts. This is season seven, episode 253. Uh, we have 251 or I'm sorry, 252, 252 episodes up on our YouTube channel that you can go check out the old episodes. We, we like to rant and bitch and complain and, and applaud and whatever else on this channel. We, we don't, we don't hold anything back. We're, we're pretty straightforward here. So if you like what you hear, you can hit us at the like button. You can hit the down like button. I don't care if it's up, thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh, just what do we do, Sarge? We engage, engage. Okay. All right. So, uh, first story on the docket is I can't, I can't help it. this whole day this whole day is just so ridiculous bro okay so the first story we're going to talk so about ridiculous. is we're going to talk about destiny uh where where's the one uh, we, is it is it the weekly uh this is the one right three hours ago this week in Bungie, we returned to prestige. That one is it? Is it the week? Is it the is it the weekly? Is it the twab that talked about it? Oh no, here it is. I got it. 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 Wait, I got we it. should we should seven wait. hours ago. 
we should wait until stealth gets in here before we talk about destiny let's talk about other stuff first let's wait for some more people to come stealth, in before we go to destiny stealth, stealth is here he's like always here isn't he he's not here is he? stealth there there you go see oh there he is okay yeah, stealth i didn't want to start the destiny i didn't want to start the destiny talk without stealth here <laughs> i got i got you mo i saw i, I don't know why it, it it knocked you out there i got you i got you all right, bro. I've been I've been laughing for three hours while playing Outriders demo. That's all I've been doing. I I don't understand. Here here's the thing, right? Before I even get into this Bungie, where are we starting from? <laughs> are we starting at Bungie? I'm just curious. Yeah, we're, start, we're starting. We're starting on Bungie. We're starting. Bungie? On, we're starting okay. on Bungie. All right. I I just don't understand. Like I know people look at this, and this is before we even get in. I, I'm not giving them shit, okay? But I just find it a little odd that they dropped this on the day that a new game comes out exactly exactly okay exactly they could have dropped this anytime 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 okay. not to say that they're worried about outriders or anything in, the, in that way shape or form no, it just seems very strange a little too coincidental to they, try to steal, they to steal thunder it. from somebody else for, for no reason at all. Yeah, it just seems a little strange that they, they did that. Um and, I, and not just and not just say, hey, here's here's some stuff. It's rocket launcher, grenade, oh, yeah. grenade, yeah, no, grenade. Like they, they want to make sure that no one was talking about outriders. They want to talk about the bungee twab. Yeah. Like what what are you guys talking about? Yeah, no, it, it was it was very sus. It was very sus when they when they did it. I was like, why today? I Everyone's gonna be like, well, they usually drop information on Thursdays. That's fine. Yeah. This is changing something like November to like right. next year, right? They could have right. dropped it next week. They could have dropped it anytime. Anytime. But they they, anytime. they strategically dropped it this week on this day at at that hour. At that time. At the exact hour. When it launched when it launched for Outriders. I just thought it was a little, you know, I'm gonna call it as I see it. I'm gonna call it as I see it. Um. Uh, yeah, they re re released it really early. Yeah, seven hours ago, the uh, just around the time that Outriders went live. Yeah. Okay. It was like seven right. hours. It says right here, seven hours ago. Right. It's eight o'clock. So one o'clock. Outriders was out. It launched at noon. Okay. Want, and then they, 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 they want the attention it. on us. We don't want to make sure we don't lose anyone's attention. Yeah. All right. So, All right, let so me, let's so let's let's start with that. Yeah. Huh? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. Okay. Hey, Guardians. As someone who knows and worked at Destiny before and shipped in 2014, I, I started out as... Oh, this is this is by... Uh, is this by Joe Blackburn, I believe? I think it's by Joe. Uh, after playing just a few short weeks, I knew we wanted to... Uh, you know what? Let me skip this shit. This is... this is Okay, Witch Queen, Lightfall, and Beyond. Last summer, we outlined the ambitious for the next era of Destiny 2 by, by announcing the full arc, starting with Beyond Light, followed by the Witch Queen, and then Lightfall. As we began to scale production of the Witch Queen last year, we made a difficult to it, but important decision to move it release early to 2022, and we, we also realized... <laughs> you're right, Sarge. Realized that we needed to add an additional unannounced chapter after Lightfall to fully complete the first saga of Destiny. All that means is another chapter that just means another $60 doesn't it well 40 another, no not a 30. season they need another chapter to tell oh, you after chapter. lightfall oh, right one one more cod right one more cod it's like a one more there's, so there's more something cod. else after lightfall right there's something else after lightfall we thought about moving destiny annual release to early half of the year primary for the health of the team 
But with Witch Queen and not being tied to legacy exp uh, uh, expeditions allowed us to make this choice early for three important reasons. Okay, the Witch Queen represents an important evolution of an ongoing story of Destiny 2 beyond light built, built. The foundation of allowed us to weave in the world building of Destiny and Destiny 2 together. But the Witch Queen will light the fire on a strongly interconnected narrative across the Lightfall and beyond. Unlike anything we've ever attempted before. A time like no other. Even more importantly, the, conclu the conclusion of the release will also conclude with Light and the Darkness Saga. The Light and the Darkness Saga. Okay. The conflict will first introduce with the launch of Destinies many years ago as we've been developing the Witch Queen and we realized that it, in, it needed to release to be the first of many moments crucial to the story of Destiny. With so much leading to the de dependent on this what happens in the Witch Queen, we wanted to make sure that we gave ourselves enough time to build our journey in the right way, starting with exceptional ch first chapter in the Witch Queen. Now, with Destiny now committed to being the everlasting, evolving world, we wanted to make sure, and we're still taking the time to upgrade Semitic, uh, Semitic Foundation, um, Destiny 2, support everything that we wanted to do in the future. Our un unlimited vision, our ultimate vision, sorry, for Destiny 2 will stand definite uh, action MMO, a un unfied global community where you can play Destiny anywhere with your friends for 2021. This means upgrading our approach to keeping Destiny's weapons, armor, game fresh, Refining our vision for PvP and implementing transmog and adding crossplay more below. And finally, the most important reason we proud up uh, uncompromising where it comes for our commitment and our health of our team with COVID-19 keeping us away from the office and the large amount of the work in our plate. We need to move the date in order to make us though both this year's updates and which queen were both delivered and quality of strive for on the schedule that Excuse we made me. sense for everyone involved. Excuse me, sweetie. Uh, that's not moving a date. That's changing a year. That's not if moving a date's like moving in a couple weeks, a month or two. You you moved it a year. That's not well, a, no, that's not moving. It's not a that's year. Not... They they were supposed to it was supposed to come out in November and they they're now moving it a couple months is what they really should say. But they didn't say a couple months. They just said we're moving it to 2022 and mm -hmm. they said that it's going to be early next year. All right? They mm -hmm. said early next year is what they want to make the new so like March I would say March. It'll probably so be the new, the launch where point. The, where the season would start, where the other season would start. Yeah, wherever right, that like, season right, starts. Like right now. Like right now. Yeah, like around this time next year. So a year from now is when Witch Queen comes out, right? Something like that. All right, so making the choice is one of the, we took, uh, we, not one we took lightly. Believe it is someone close to Witch Queen's progress. There's no more, there's no, no one more than us that wants to get it soon out as ready. But at the end of the day, we know it's remaking the call of Witch Queen, the future chapters of Destiny 2, also the right reasons. One that puts the, first, the teams first and our game and quality bar we strive to ourselves. Now, we have more sh to share with Witch Queen and beyond later in the summer this year. But today, we need to talk about what's happening in 2021. All right, so let's just take that chunk of what's happening right now with, with, so with Witch Queen. Okay. So I get there's, there's delays and stuff going on, but... What what I find I don't know what I find kind of weird. Uh, last week they came out said they're expanding and evolving and they're they're, and then this week they come out saying that they're going to delay it and move it over and they're still working at home and they're still striving to get Witch Queen out there and then basically they're going to add another chapter somewhere down the line. What how do you feel about the the can the game as of right now? And I know it's arbitrary. Can it survive? Of course it can survive, but no like, problem. like what are the player base? What are they going to do from now to this time next year? 
because the once same, the same thing the same thing they were once doing that last way. season comes out there's really not going to be anything to do what are they going to put out of their asses there's going to be a three-month downtime of nothing nothing oh, okay so there's a lot to unpack and i'm going to forget stuff because there's too much so let's start nice and slow it doesn't matter who stops playing destiny it doesn't matter because the number that they have in mind for their season ticket holder will just continue to play <laughs> Destiny until the next thing comes out, and then they all go back and they start playing again, right? Remember, <clears throat> it's a COD. It's a COD, okay? They go in, they buy the DLC, they play it for X number of hours, whether you finish it or not, they already have the money, and then you stop playing the retarded game loop that you don't like and bitch about it, until they make another piece of content, which is another COD, and then you go back and play it again. It doesn't matter. It doesn't after the after the content comes out. It doesn't matter how long you play afterwards. You already played. You're already paid. You're already in. Right. The difference is is do they get the extra money from you from the other seasons? Do they interest you enough to give them another ten dollars to string you <laughs> along a little bit more until the until the next COD comes out? Right. Okay. That's number one. <clears throat> number two, if you decided today, the end of February, that you already know without a shadow of a doubt that you cannot make it by November. Okay. Like that's a big, that is a huge gap of time. Right. To just put your flag in the ground and say, we have to delay it. We're not going to make it. Like, <clears throat> wait a minute. The year, the year hasn't even. We haven't even gotten started with the year yet. You guys are hiring more people, aren't you? You're moving into a bigger studio, aren't you? I thought we were revving up for the new and improved. What's happening with Destiny, right? Right. So if you know right this moment that you're not going to make November, how far behind are they? Right. Like I, I, I feel like. They, they're expanding, right? They're expanding. That building's not going to be done until 2022, late 2022. Um, and then the people that yes, they're hiring— Yes, but I can hire more people, and they can work from home. Right, but that's also—we don't know if they're transitioning back to the studio. I know some studios are trying to get back into the studio. I know they're in Seattle. I don't know what the rules are there. I know California is slowly uh, getting their people back into the studio to transition. It's— Look, I understand they're working at home, and I understand that, you know, and they're making it work. They're making it work. But this, this to me, I, I just feel like the way I look at it is they're just trying to take the no content they have, and they're just trying to, you know, when you take Play-Doh and you start rolling it out in front of you, and then one side gets a little thinner than the S, you know what I mean? And then it gets so thin, it just starts to break apart at, on one side. That's the way I'm picturing their content loop right now, right? They're trying to figure out, we'll get into it because here's the next section okay rewards that matter okay with with season 11 we introduced an infusion cap iteration of infusion design and keep destiny gear game fresh and release to release and create a healthy ecosystem for aspirational content while we still believe that these goals is clear our execution was off the mark well band-aids galore up until this point and now they're they're basically getting rid of well, I'll, I'll continue infusion caps help the meaningful shift of the meta beyond light and create reward ecosystem that were manageable to balance and monitor but the system has also made the rewards feel like they have expiration date no shit because they do 
okay, and have frequently made playing the legacy content feel shallow because not feeling like it's shallow because it is. Okay, we want the reward you've earned in Beyond Light and subsequential seasons to feel like valuable tools. Here's the word feel like. No, it needs to not feel like the reward, they need to be valuable. That's the whole point, right? It doesn't need to feel valuable. It needs to be valuable. Tools can also use incredible challenges you'll face in, in, in uh, the Witch Queen, so you'll be making changes. Now, we've made the decision that any weapon or armor that is currently being infused to max power will continue to be able to reach max power permanently. Starting in Season 14, we won't be capping the infusion on any weapons or armor that have not already reached the cap as the start of Season 13. You just sunsetted sunsetting. <clears throat> you sunsetted sunsetting, right? They got rid of the thing that they needed to bring in the game because... Had, had to have it. Had, to, had to have it. it. Had to have you it. Had, you had to have sunsetting. Otherwise, we, were not, we would not be able... Power we creep. We would not be able to... Power yep. creep, Sarge. Yeah, we would not be able to, to continue building this way. So, so what happens to power creep now, Sarge? If they're getting rid of sunsetting... What happens to power creep? Well, I guess it'll go completely out of control. It'll be an unstoppable juggernaut that will turn the game into a giant clusterfuck because everyone will be walking around with like grenade launchers that can kill stuff <laughs> in one shot. That's what's gonna happen. I, I just have a feel I, I have I have a I have a thing here. Two years ago when they mentioned sunsetting, I said this is this is a stupid system, it's not gonna work, it's a dumb system, it's a band-aid. Everyone's like, Band -Aid. no, no. 30, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't you play this. Play the game. You don't even you play, play the, the game. game, 30. You don't play the game. And Sunset came in. Everyone's like, I fucking hate sunsetting. This is stupid. And then here it is. Even Bungie goes, um, we don't like sunsetting. We made a mistake. And we're going to, how did we know it was going to be a mistake? I don't know. How about play your game and see like an actual vision in front, right? So. Why we still strongly believe that Destiny needs a method to shift our meta in the game's most challenging activities, we don't believe that infusion caps are the right answer. Right. So let's just let's come up with some other brainstorm idea that won't work and we'll put a band-aid on that. We're taking time to year to research and validate a plan that creates a fresh and balanceable ecosystem for our most aspirational content. One that doesn't make our rewards feel like they have an expiration date. Again, there's that word again. Feel like. It okay. was. Yeah. It doesn't feel like yeah, it. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I have I have 300 days to get Gun X. If it took me 210 days to get Gun X, I finally rejoice and tell all my friends I got Gun X. Right? Day 310, your gun is done. Moving on to the next gun. Yep. Like that was dumb. We they say just dumb. They say we've learned a lot this year and don't want to rush finding the best plan. Exactly. Play-Doh, let's just roll that out there because we want to keep you guys involved in the game as much as possible. So don't expect to hear anything more about this until after Witch Queen. It comes out next year this time, earliest. So, so they're not gonna say anything, they're not gonna say anything anything until then. Until after unless, <laughs> unless there's a there's a there's a company making a game that's making a, a share world shooter. Then, then we'll have something to say. Right. Otherwise, after this moment, we are not talking about this until next year. When it comes out. 
Because sure. we won't be capping any more of our weapons, we must consider more uh, variables in the game balance and our upcoming seasons and releases. So expect to see tuning when it comes to our biggest outliers in PvP and PvE. Yes, I'm looking at you, Fell Winters and Warmind Cells. This is the big change for Destiny and one that we'll, uh, we did not make lightly. However, we believe there's nothing more important in Destiny than getting our rewards right. It's been seven, seven fucking years. years. Do, do, how do people look? How do people not see this? They're never going to fix the system, right? They're announcing it now. They're not going to talk about it again until after Witch Queen, which then leads up into Lightfall, okay? Which is almost done with their vision of destiny. You see what I'm saying? They're just, they just want to keep you going, just a stretch you out just a little bit. Try to get as much out of that Play-Doh as possible. And you guys are like, oh, yeah. I'm so excited. I'm so excited we're getting this stuff, Sarge. They're getting rid of sunsetting. Okay. Next next section. Power play. Now that we've talked about rewards, let's talk about power. Last year, we started with a... Uh, <clears throat> where they raised the overall power cap by 50 each season. And while this will help ensure the infusion cap shifted the meta, we also made each season feel like a significant reset to the power you had accumulated. To combat this, combat this means to band-aid this, we'll be experimenting because, you know, seven years into the game, we love experimenting with a game that should be figured out ahead of time and made and then brought to us. Uh, the new power level cap starting in season 14 will be the only be raising the power by 10 for each non-expansion season. This means if you reach the maximum power in season 13, then next season rolls around, you'll be directly into 10-point pinnacle ban and power uh, pursuit. The power increase should feel familiar to anyone who played Season of Dawn last year, where we ex we're excited to see how the progression feels alongside our new systems. We believe that this change will make it even easier to pick up and enjoy Destiny each season, while we still allow us to have a deep RPG power pursuit when we launch Witch Queen. Yes, Sarge, go ahead in the front row there. Uh, yes. Uh, the last time that a season or part of contact for Destiny only went up 10 points, uh, what <laughs> happened was is that it became this super grind into pinnacle or end cap gear in order to go up the last three points. Uh, to bring back a callback from Destiny 1, it was called Forever 29. Right, where you could only get to that level, and the only way you can make it to that last point was to do the raid and get a piece of gear that you had to have had in order for that last point to go in. Are we gonna go back to that? Because if it's only 10 points a season, are we gonna go back to that? That probably. Probably. Okay. Like I, I just how do you how do you go through an entire listen, think about it. How do you go through an entire season? Think think of the think of how the gear works, right? Currently. How do I go through an entire season and can't get 10 points? That means that means one of two things. Either all gear only goes up by one point. Right. Right? And it only goes up by one point after you have all the other gear one point up. Right. Right? Otherwise, I can get 10 points in, what, three weeks? Two weeks if it's an Iron Banner week. Right? Yeah. I, I, I'm, I, I, listen, I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there, guys. I, I don't know what to say except for core systems are broken. Core systems are broken. Yeah. Uh, broken. Phoenix says it in chat. How the fuck, after seven years, do they still not know what their game is? I don't know, Phoenix. 
a matter of fact, we should have a little discussion right now. Let's have a little powwow, right? It's a looter <clears> shooter. <throat> I get guns. I kill guys with it. I raise up my level. Then the guys I fight get harder. And so then I have to go back and get better gear in order to fight those harder guys. And then I get better loot. And then the guys go up. And I got to get better gear to fight those guys. Like, that is the core loop of any looter shooter. That's it, right? The illusion is what you make me do during that loop that keeps me interested. If Destiny only makes you go yeah. and do the same two activities for 13 weeks in order in order to get ten the points. two things yeah. that you need, so ten points. Yeah. instead of it being the entire world that you created, and I get to wander around, and somewhere in some universe, people drop into the game missions for me to do or things for me to do in order for me to pursue either a gear set, a boss, someone to fight with a specific gear set, you pick it. Everyone's played a looter shooter. The constant dragging out of repetitive content that serves no purpose and does not respect the player's time can no longer be tolerated seven years after the game's release. If you don't know what your game is at this point, you are not going to fix it in the last two years of the game. Now, period. Well, here's you're the thing: just not even if even if they you're do, just not even if they do fix it. They literally yanked my chain for seven years to finally get to the point, and that's just it. Every time a content comes out, there's people right now that are freaking out about this, and I totally get it. And you have every freaking right out about what? That, that freaking they're, out about what? They're, they're super excited about this. They're like, "Oh yeah, Bungie's changing it, right?" You're like running across an open field, and across the open field, you see a fence, and it, the the grass looks greener over there, and you're running over there, and you get over there, and you hop over the fence. It's the same fucking. They just put a. They just put a. They just put a line there to hop over. It's the same field, right? And then you look back and go, "Wait a minute, that grass back there looks." That I think that's grass is is greener, and they and they go back, which is taking stuff from D one now, right? Right? People are excited. They're going back to Venus. They're going back to the Vault of Glass. They're how, gonna have him. All right. So how, there's a lot. There's a lot to discuss. Hang on. So how how important how important really was it to tell people that a gun that has over one thousand combinations to find? Combining all the perks, right? One gun has over a thousand different combinations that can drop. I have one year to find it, and then when I find it, it's done in a year anyway. Right. How important was sunsetting that you needed to stretch out a one and one thousand shot to get the gun that you wanted? That you needed to stretch it out even further than that. Is that not enough time? Is is playing your game? 20 hours a week looking for a piece of gear that I want to have in my hobby that I like to play. Is that not long enough? How long do I have but, to play it but even, in order to get a piece of gear? And then on top of that, you tell me it's time gated. You Once you get right. this gun, that's it. Now you have to get it again. Like you guys really don't have content that you have to take that away from me. I don't get that. I don't get that. All right. So here we go. The next section, Angels of Death. 
Like many of you, I'm passionate about PvP in Destiny 2, and it's clear that we haven't had a consistent message around these modes, so I'd like to share our high-level vision of Crucible. Direct player versus player competition is essential in Destiny as an option to express mastery of our own Guardian to showcase the strength of your arsenal against other players. It's simple vision, but it's one of the crucial that making the game feels like it's a real place for those players that can crave that showcase, where we reward you've earned the skill to do, uh, uh, demonstrate and how to build your Guardian all matter. So let's talk about what we're going to do this year in PvP, starting with our two priorities. <coughs> Excuse me. Improving gameplay sandbox balance and Crucible and upgrading the experience with our most aspirational game modes. When it comes to balance updates, these can be divided into three major buckets. First, in Season 15, we'll be addressing the three-peaking in Trials and Competitive, and in the modes that emotes will be disabled, and players will be unable to pull out any third-person weapons that doesn't have ammo. Third-person experiences were part of the what makes Destiny gameplay feel so good, but it was clear in our most competitive arenas that these mechanics were being used in ways that we did not intend. These are the trickiest problems to solve in Destiny's complicated sandbox, but we think this is a good starting point. How about you just separate the guns from one to the other? You're separating now. Now I can't operate a sword, so there's no swords in this in this mode. Right? Is it first-person sword mode only? You know, you know what I'm saying? Second, over the next several seasons, we'll be making changes to the stasis and light subclasses in order to achieve a healthier balance of subclasses in the Crucible. You mean nerf. Across the season 13 and 14, we'll be adjusting stasis in the Crucible in order to bring overall effectiveness in line with our light. Now, they're they're nerfing it for PvP. Are they nerfing it for, for, for PvE? And if they can separate stasis from PvP and PvE, then why can't they do it with weapons? I'm just asking. Because in the next three years, maybe you want to separate your guns from PvP. Just have real simple fix. Just separate the perks. And that it, it would have two separate perks. So if, if this perks broke on PvP... It doesn't affect it in PvE, right? You can nerf it, and it doesn't affect the rest of the game. I don't know. Just off the top of my head that I've had for four years. <clears throat> Behemoth Titan. Decrease super damage reduction. Increase super energy costs when performing light attacks. Remove freeze AoE and supercast. Reduce traveling efficiency and shiver strikes when slowed. Uh, the Hunter, decrease the weathering blade damage and tracking, decrease the slow ta uh, stacks applied to targets, remove shatter dive damage reduction, uh, Shade Binder, Warlock, fix bugs where ice flare bolts, uh, would have tracked towards targets immediately on, on, okay, fix the bugs that Shade Blade super projectiles were not tracking until a certain distance, and General, decrease the crystal shatter damage. For Season 15, we're also looking into universal adjustments to stasis by increasing damage reduction, when frozen to prove more uh, survivability uh, for the victim. Now, <clears throat> following the stasis tuning in Season 15, we'll also focus on light subclasses and release the set of targeted buffs to our most unutilized specializations. Uh, the goal that these changes is to keep stasis feeling great in PvE and to bring representation to PvP more in line with the light base abilities. Finally, we want to continue to adjust the weapon's archetype performance and introduce new perks that shift the meta in the Crucible. I think the team has done a great job in this arena over the last several months, introducing the balance that changes both seasonal boundaries and the mid-season, and we want to continue to drive down the path of diversity of types of loadouts you encounter from the season to season. In addition, at Season 15, we're also looking to adjust overall ability usages, rates to make sure that the guns and gunplay are always key to success in Crucible. Of course, gameplay balance only matters when its underlying playing field is fair. Now, unfortunately, cheating continues to be a significant issue, especially on PC, and we're always working on the maintained security as the exploits merge, as we always do, don't want to talk about lots of those improvements to fear the empowerment of the bad guys. A few areas that we can talk about. 
We're aiming to nearly double the size of Bungie's game security team this year, reflecting the long-term commitment. We've begun uh, regular surveys to better understand your experience with cheating and to measure our, our progress. This new data enriches our existing streams from players' reports. Uh, and we've also begun a strategy of aggressive illegal action uh, against the cheat developers. You may have seen new articles about some of these early actions here. All right, so there you go. Beyond the gameplay balance and security, we also want to adjust the structure of the most aspirational PvP modes in order to, to make them better experience for our players. First up, we're targeting overall the Trials of Osiris rewards, structure, and matchmaking. Um, we also release the end of this year with updates specifically want to target a few things. Improvement to overall health of the Trials matchmaking pool, both uh, incentivized and wider audience to engage a better uh, defining separation of skill tiers. Rebuild the Trials reward structure so that it encourages more players to stick to their active uh, card longer. Our, uh, our current structure encourages a lot of recycling cards after a single loss, meaning the first games of your Trials card has a high chance of being incredibly, uh, incredibly challenging. We also want to build a reward structure that constantly pushes higher skilled players to want to progress deeper into the card even after a loss, making a 3-5 to five win card more achievable goal for more players. And investigating opportunities for solo players to participate in Trials regularly, we believe that this will not only make matchmaking pools healthier, but it'll also encourage more players to see what Trials is all about, and hopefully from social connections with PvP-loving Guardians. Do you have anything to say about what's that? Yeah, what's Trials about? Getting someone either to run your account for you to run it through, or get onto an account where someone piggybacks you throughout the Trials. I mean, is that the whole point? Once again, right. it's not... It's been too long to try to explain the PvP system again. The original vision of Destiny was we make story content we make bosses we make strikes we make missions <clears throat> within those targeted activities there are special weapons to be found those weapons make the player feel powerful and the reason why you got those weapons originally was so you could use them in pvp which in turn made people in pvp say what just killed me that's awesome let me go get that gun in PvE. That was the normal game loop. But from the very beginning, at some point, they decided that we need to make the guns more and more redonkulous in order to keep people coming back into PvP instead of, let's just make a solid PvP experience. Right. Right? So they caused their own power creep and then decided that, well, the only way we can stop power creep is that we have to get rid of the weapons. Otherwise, they'll just have the weapons forever. Right. Okay? Then you had the abilities, and the abilities complemented the gunplay. That was the idea. Set up a lane, either set up a defense or push on one side and have someone either cover you with a sniper and you run it with a shotgun and control lanes. Right? Now you come out with stasis, and I understand how it works. It's new. You want people to play it. So it's the most badass thing you've ever played because it's new. We need it to be badass. But what happens when you make something that's that badass? It affects PvP. Right. Just like it did. And so now that everyone has bought the DLC that's going to buy the DLC, right, if you don't have Game Pass, now all of a sudden the answer to the problem is we're going to nerf stasis across the board in order to be more competitive inside PvP. All I keep hearing is Band-Aids. That's all I hear is Band-Aid. 
It's not an actual fix to the actual problem that we are living in for the last three years, right? So right. What, what what is it from the player base that they want? They got rid of trials, and in two years... Didn't fix it. Nothing happened. Right. You got rid of it. You got you took the game mode out like you were serious. Everyone was like, okay, they got rid of it. We're right. going to work on it. Yeah. Two years after the fact, they must have back, had the, they must have had the anthem team work on it because they had nothing. <laughs> nothing nothing came back. Yeah, nothing came back with any significance that makes you want to play PvP. PvP is competitive by nature, especially in this game. You have to give people a playground to play right. PvP with the weapons that they find in the game. If someone happens to find a combination of exotic, legendary, and armor sets that makes them unstoppable in PvP, let them have it. Right. Go play top-level PvP. There should be nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that, right? What should happen in the natural expansion of the game is I look at... That's the reason why I can look at anybody I want. That guy is kicking my ass. Let me see what that guy has, right? He's got this armor at these numbers. He's got this gun with these perks. Now I have a mission because I don't want to get crushed. So now I go back into the game and look for that set and that weapon in order to, what I believe, to remain competitive, right? right? That is the natural process of the game. They don't want that. They want to control every avenue of the game and the crybabies cry because they get stomped because they don't have enough time to play the hours that the top end PV players which will always do, happen, right? Which will always happen. Yeah. So what are we supposed to believe? In two years, you don't know what the outcome of your PvP game is supposed to be. I don't believe you. I don't believe you because the game released in the state that it was supposed to release in. What changed Nothing. besides the so-called power creep? Somebody explain it to me. Yeah. Explain it. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's I don't know. It's difficult because they they've been like I said, they they love stretching it out. They love um well let, let's go back to the stripper analogy, right? <clears throat> the, uh, a stripper teases you, and then right before they take it, up, oh, song's over. Sorry. All right, then they walk away, right? And you got and you gotta pay, you gotta pay for an extra dance, you gotta pay for an extra thing. Right, and that's what it is. Destiny is. I love Destiny, the stripper and the game. Right, they're 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 both amazing. Okay, all right. So season fourteen, the Vault of Glass will return. The team will have a lot more to say about this before it launches. But there's a few things that we have to clarify now. Our philosophy behind bringing these things out the Destiny content vault is to keep them feeling like the content you remember while updating them to meet Destiny 2's difficulty and raid standards. So while the high level experience remains the same, you should expect the raid team to have a few tricks up their sleeves when you tackle the depths of the Venus this summer. Vault of Glass will also launch with both the content mode in the first 24 hours and the world's first race, since it will be reprised raid. And we're going to be doing world's first a bit different. Players looking to claim the belt will not only have to complete the raid, but they'll also have to curate a list of challenging triumphs. And while the only one fire team will walk away with the belt, there will be plenty of opportunities for players to earn the ability to purchase some sweet real-world loot through Bungie Rewards. I'm going to skip that part because I'm moving on. 
One last thing before the end of the year, we're also looking to add master versions of the Vault of Glass. We've been really excited about how master and grandmaster difficulties have altered Nightfall Strikes and increasing the potential of combat and the importance of the executing mechanics. Now, we'd like to our future uh, rad raid and dungeons content to offer master difficulties versions where players can earn adept raid and dungeon gear. And while they were aren't able to commit uh, comment on season 14 timeframe for the masters of Vaulted glass, we do want to take the time to develop a sustainable structure that allows the ship to these closer together in future releases. Okay. I'm all good. If they just want to add gear into these type of things, right? So the one percenters, the 10 percenters, whatever, whoever's doing this content, the hardest, the co hardest content, they get gear, they get adept weapons, they get dungeon, uh, raid and dungeon gear. Okay. But now I need to know why, right? Once they get that weapon, is that weapon now going to be unbalanced where if they do the raid and then they do the dungeon and they have that weapon, now they go to PVP, is it going to be like the Vex Mythic class when it originally came in D1 and it was just melting everybody? You see what I'm saying? Like it was a, it was a driving well, force. Or well, is it just say adept on it and it's just a gun that's about the same powerful as anything else that's out there. You see what I'm saying? There's a difference because if it was just PVE, they could make a gun really powerful and it'd be awesome. But because there's PVP involved, if you don't run the content, you don't get the gun. If you run that gun in PVP, it's just going to dominate everything, right? And it breaks their whole system again. Well, Bungie's current MO repeated time and time again is the gun releases awesome in both PVE and PVP. Right until enough people get 20%, it percent the crying the then, crying yes, starts yes and then they nerf the gun okay everybody who's in this chat and who's played destiny understands that you cannot balance this game with the weapons that we have you cannot you cannot it cannot be balanced if you wanted a balanced pvp game it's called halo okay that's a balanced PvP game, right? Yeah, because you team up, you team up, you fight yeah. the guy, you cover the area until the guy gets the rocket launcher, and then you win the match. Okay, that's balanced. You cannot, with all the magic, the space magic, and all these kinds of weapons, and I have to. It's it goes against their own vision. Yeah, I want to. I want to make an awesome gun for you to find. Great. That's guy number one over here. Guy number two says, "I want to make a balanced PvP game." Guy number one can't make his gun now. Right. He can't make his gun, and we can have balance over right. here. It's not going to work. In order for me to want to buy the DLC, play the mission, give him 10 bucks a month, whatever it is, I want cool shit. Right. Right? You give me cool shit, and then a month after the cool shit is out, <clears throat> you take the power away from me because it's unbalanced. But but here's the thing. We're going in circles. Yeah, but here's the We're thing. We're going in circles. I get the, I get the adept weapon. What is that adept weapon do for me where i literally just beat the master like the hardest class the with, hardest thing you can I, do i just beat the hardest thing that i could do with the weapons i already have yep now you're giving me a weapon what does it do better than the guns i just did the hardest stuff with well in in the normal looter shooter i would have a special boss to go fight with those weapons and that armor i i get armor i get armor and weapons from the from the boss of the dlc in order to find another guy with that set. Otherwise, the adept weapon is only a trophy, a mark of veterancy that I get to carry with me into a PvP match because it might be slightly better than the gun I already had. That's the only difference. Right. That's it. 
the, remember, originally the gun was the trophy. The gun was the trophy. Right. You played a raid until you got Mythoclast, right? You played a strike until you got whatever that cracked legendary weapon happened to be for that season. There was a broken legendary weapon that everyone had to get because if it rolled with this perks, it was awesome, right? So I played that strike 100 times, 200 times, 300 times. I, I, example especially, just for shits and giggles, would be Lono. When he went for the what what, what was the game the gun um, um uh, the gun he went for forever a mago loop a mago loop right yeah, the mago loop he went after it just to go he went after it just to go after it totally fine but you have to give purpose for what we're doing and now once again it's band aid time because the core systems of the game are broken okay the best listen the best thing you can do is treat it like cod. You play COD until you're bored with COD, and then you wait for a new COD, right? The best thing you can do, and I know you're going to think I'm negative about this, guys, but the best thing you can do is just erase it from your hard drive. Let them all know. <laughs> Let them all know that you're done with it for now. We understand what you're trying to do. Hashtag, good on you. Hashtag delete Destiny from hard drive. Right. Just good on you. We know you're trying to do better. We've been listening to this for a while now. We know you're going to do better. I'll just wait for your next rendition of COD. And I'll I'll put it back on and we'll play again. Yeah, that. But that... until then, until then, they need to see that we're no like it just erase from hard drive. Like where are all these people going? Well, no, we're we're still cool, Bungie. Yeah, we're still cool. Yeah. I'll just wait. I'll wait for yeah. COD to come out. We're so, cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't hate that, you. That, that's the that's the thing. I don't hate them. I only play it when the major content drops. I don't like the seasons. So I'll see them this time next year when Witch Queen drops. I'm not paying for the rest of the season. I don't. I have no interest in it. When Witch Queen drops, I'll, I'll give you 60 bucks for that content, and then I'll go on my merry little way and see you in 2023, okay? Like, it, it just doesn't make sense to me uh, going for stuff. It, it keeps you busy. I get it. But uh, there's a lot of it feels like. It feels like. It's to make you feel like, and you feel that it, it needs to be valuable. It needs to respect the player's time. Intention, like. intentionality and respect the player's time. It doesn't, it's not supposed to feel like intentionality and feel like they're respecting your player's time. It's supposed to have intentionality and have player's time in mind, right? And they, but, they, but, they don't. And it, it's across across the, the skill gap, the game should work the way it's intended, right? If I only play a couple hours a week and my friends only play a couple hours a week, when we get together... And we go into a PvP match and we're going to play either Iron Banner or Trials or just normal PvP. According to our stats, we're in a group that belongs in this group. Like, we should be matched against those people. The guys who are top level are playing against guys who are top level. It should never be some guy who comes in who plays a thousand hours a month, right? Comes in and rompy stomps. Like the kids who are so, playing six hours a month, six yeah. hours a week. It's like going like, to basketball court in, in like fifth grade, pad, right? <laughs> because you're trying to pad your card. Like that's I thought that's what the numbers inside your skill was supposed to be. Uh, this is what I'm ranked. This is my KD. This is my stuff. I'm with a group of people. We're all about the same. So how do I end up in a match where I'm getting stomped? I'm just getting stomped. You is there not enough people? Is that what you're saying? Is there is there not enough people playing anymore that? We can't get that. I don't. I don't believe that for a moment, right? Because remember, this is the core group of Destiny. Whether it's here or over here, people leave, people come in. It's a little bubble. 
the number is the number. The the, the steady number of what <clears> Destiny <throat> is is there. Their season ticket holders are there. Right. Phoenix, this is why I don't pre-order. This is why I don't buy season passes, okay? Because just by nature, just by nature, you get tired of something and you don't want to play it or something cooler comes out and you play that, right? So you already gave them the $30. And I know it's 30 30 bucks or whatever, right? And so everyone's like, oh, it's only $30. Yeah, it's only $30, but that's that's the thing though, right? In, in office space, they were only stealing pennies and they became billionaires, right? These guys are taking $30 from you. And I'm not saying they're criminals, but they're, t- they're taking $30 for you, but you're waiting 12 months for the content to come out. And by that time, you could get tired or whatever. And this is why I don't buy season passes. This is why I, I'll i buy it when it comes out, if I like it or whatever. But I didn't buy the season pass this year. I'm not going to do it. I'll, I'll, the only reason I play Destiny this season is because it was free on Game Pass. I didn't buy Destiny this year. I didn't buy Destiny this year. I gave him ten bucks for that first season. I was like, "No, nah, I'm good." I, I just, I just find it hard to believe the the part that actually I, I laugh at the same time is it's it's almost March. Yeah, it's I, I'm I'm gonna say it again because it's wor- it's worth repeating. It's almost March. You already know that you're not gonna have Witch Queen done so this time next year by by no, by, no, by November. Right, like it's a whole nother year before we get to get to, get to see it. Like, yeah, I which, mean. Which we've always it, talked about, that, Sarge. We play the game, finish the game, move on, see you next year, right? See you on, yeah. your, on your next release. I'm gonna, let, me, let me continue with this real fast. Season 14's got 8 of 1, is returning to the tower. It, the abilities for her player to come with the armor, they have the, their collections to turn in, the universal ornaments, and Destiny 2 will call this transmogging system armor synthesis, okay? Every season, Ada will offer players a set bounties of highlighted various activity types. Players can then complete these quests and receive materials they need to power up Ada's loom. Okay, which then can turn into a piece of armor in your collection into a permanent universal ornament. Players short on time will also be able to purchase synthesis tokens for silver. Why does this have to be so fucking complicated? Why can't I just take a piece of armor in my industry, in in my inventory right now, and just say dismantle for transmog? And then it goes boop in your thing. Like, and then if I want to go for that piece again, I could just grind for that piece again. Why do I have to get? A piece of synth and then tokens, silver, and purchase this from this and, and level up her loom. And it's so convoluted. convoluted. It's convoluted. so convoluted. Like, just let me get what I need. Like, I have every single piece of armor in the game. I should just be able to delete it and make them into ornaments I can use right away. My choice. Keep the gear or dismantle it to use for a transmog. Right? I don't know. Um, once you require some new universal ornaments, you will also want to head over to the new appearance, uh, uh, appearance screen in the character's menu, where you can manage the ornaments and all your gear in one place. You'll also find that you can apply shaders here individually or on all pieces on your equipped gear with one click. Seven years to figure out how to use the shader to make it even easier Try out a bunch of new looks in Season 14, and we've also changed shaders to be a permanent unlocks. Oh, wow. So they don't take up space in your inventory spots anymore, Sarge. That's amazing. I wonder where they got that from. You know why they did that? Because they can't make your inventory any bigger. So, like, wait a minute. We have to... We can't expand it anymore. We got to get rid of stuff out of the inventory. What about shaders? That sounds good. At the beginning of Season 14, they will be including a starting supply synthesis material as a reward for uh, completing the seasonal onboard quest. Real quick, 
real quick i know i have i i suffer from i drink too much brain but it during day during destiny one once you unlock the shader didn't you have it yes Right in yes. Destiny One, when I unlocked, when I found the shader, I unlocked the shader. I got to, the shader. Yes, you didn't have to put it in your inventory, and there was right. even the shader wasn't a currency. Even right. and there was a kiosk that they put in there. Right, they put a kiosk right. in there. Yeah, yep. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. right. Just making sure. Just right. making sure. No, they're they're doing Madden syndrome. Right, Kona Vision. It was in the game. It was grade breaking. They took it out. Bring it seven years back later. They're like best thing ever. Kona Vision. They're like, oh my god, this is this is mind blowing. Hey, best thing ever. That's 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 what they're doing. We know many of you have been looking forward to synthesis for a long time and want to front load your abilities to create some of the looks you've been looking forward to and showing off. Combined fire. We've also got a few quick things to cover and wanted to make sure that you wanted to be the end without taking time to recognize how incredible the team. Uh, okay. Crossplay is coming in the masses of the uh, season 15. We're also doing some internal rollouts and alpha tests in season 14 to prepare for the widespread launch this, this fall. With crossplay, you'll also be able to play with your friends no matter what platform you call home. Uh, also, call so, uh, friends will play with them on PC Crucible Pools. Some of you have noticed that the Ikora Ray has not been nearly as present recently in Destiny 2. We've missed her as well. Not only will you see Ikora again in Season 14, oh, a, a year and a half later, it's okay. Uh, she will also be playing a pivotal role in the Witch Queen. In Beyond Light, we introduced Stasis subclass like Solar, Arc, and Void. Stasis will continue to evolve into full support damage type in Season 15. We'll also introduce our first round of Legendary Stasis energy and power weapons. Uh, we'll also have a lot more info here to get closer to the fall. And more recently, Season 13 will roll out a phase of one of the new Gilded title systems where players can guild our ritual titles like Conquer, Unbroken, Dragon, Flawless each season for Season 14. Phase 2 of the gilding titles will roll out. When players guild a title, will also be displayed as many times as the title has been gilded in the past. So you'll have that to flaunt above your name. So if you're Flawless and then you've done it twice, so you'll have things like that. So there you go. Wait, wait. You mean you mean just like when I did the Nightfall, my head used to glow in D1? Yeah, pretty much like that. Yep, absolutely. We're, we're, we're bringing that back? Yep. Okay. Yeah, so there you go. That's the uh, the rundown of uh, of Destiny. That only took fifty two minutes, Sarge. Fifty two minutes to go through the because uh, Destiny makes us rant. Uh, we're gonna be a little light on Destiny this year because we're both we're both not playing. And and look, I haven't deleted it from my hard drive. I just ignore it. Sarge literally deleted no, no. it. No, no, you have to do it, bro. You have to. I, I look. I don't have a problem. I don't call ex girlfriends that are still on my phone. I I don't even have them on my phone, but I don't call them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just leave Destiny, the stripper girlfriend. She's there. Every once in a while, I'll go to Facebook and check her out. But that's about it, right? That's about it. I'll, I'll leave her there. I'll check her out every once in a while. But then I just go back to other games. I'll, I'll see her September, November. Now I'll see her in I'll March next it, year. I'll see you during the next COD. Yeah. If your yeah, COD is good, I'll see you at the next COD. I, I just, it just, it, it, it boggles the mind how they speak about things like they've been working on them when they're just bringing back things that were already in the game and then they were taken out. Right. You didn't work on it. You didn't work on that. You didn't work on colors. Like, the shaders are not something you worked on. You invented a... You, met, you, you <laughs> made colors a currency on purpose. All right? Then ignored it. And now because you're out of room, now colors mean something again. We need to get rid of colors. Colors are just now yours. Like, <clears throat> am I supposed to be impressed by that? Like it's supposed to be a looter shooter. The making my stuff, making my guy look cool, should be an afterthought and a common, 
a common thing for me. I'm look, I'm going for guns and armor, and while I'm doing it, I'm gonna go over here and find some things that I found and make myself look cool while I do it. Is that so hard, or is everything gotta be silver? Yeah. Is is that as soon as I saw, and George can back me up on this one. As soon as I saw that I couldn't get bright dust from doing weeklies unless I got the season pass. I was like, he's unless nope. I'm good. So first it was 200 each for each weekly. So it was like 600, 750 a week for one character. Right. And then they brought it down to a hundred and now they brought it down to nothing. If you don't have a season, but you can run the repeatable Vanguard stuff for 10 a piece. You can do that. That's, that's impressive. Right, George. That's impressive. So, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know what you... How long do you want me to play the game? Like, if I'm a casual, how long do you want me playing your game? I want, I just want to get some stuff, hang out with my friends. How long should I play? Uh, one in a thousand chance. I got to get a gun. Oh, I can only do it three times a week? So that means I have to have three characters, regardless. If I'm a casual guy, I need three characters in order for a good chance to get that weapon or piece of armor. One in a thousand? I got to play three times a week for a year? So just... just Three times 50, 150 chances. So I have 150 chances to get a one in 1,000 chance. And yeah. then after that, you and then, and then after that, you sunset me. So, I mean, it just seems stingy. It just seems stingy. How do I how do I link this? Can I link this in the uh, post dimension? Done, George. Off I, the hard drive. I, I need to, I don't know how to share it. I, underneath the community page, how do I do that, guys? I'm new to this poll system. I put a poll up. Are you still playing Destiny after this news? It's either yes, no, yes, but casual. Okay. Hit the poll up. Um, I, don't, I don't know how to share it. I don't know how to get the uh, the uh, the link. I, I, I hit share. And then are you playing? Uh, say something about this post. Yeah, but think, Hermes, Hermes, think about that for a minute, though. Think about that. They figured out that for someone who actually gets on every day, and just goes and farms for bright dust because they want to play the game because there's nothing else to really do in the game. I, if I finished, if I finished it, if I finished, if I finished Europa, and I have nothing else to do, and I'm just playing the game, that's not what and I wanted the, to do. the casual time that I'm playing, I'm going for bright dust because that's what I want to do because I want to. Every time there's a good, if there's something cool in the store, I want to get it. Right? They decided, no, no, we can't have that. We got to make sure eventually they have to buy some silver. Is it not enough that you sold me a COD every year? I'm curious. Right. I'm curious. Is it not enough that you sold me a COD every year for seven years? That's not enough. You've got to make sure that I still funnel you into a point where I still have to give you money for a token piece in a game that I'm barely playing. It just seems it seems weird. It seems weird. All right, hold up. I got, I got the, uh, I got the link. Let me, let me go into, uh, let me go into here. I'll set, I'll set, the, I'll put the link to you guys in just one second so you guys can vote on it. Uh, sorry about this. I'm all new to the, to, to the YouTube thing. All right, so here's, here's the community tab. If you click on that, that should bring you to the, to the vote. Uh, click on that, do the vote, and. Uh, See what you guys are. Are you playing? Yes, no, yes, but casual. Uh, there's no hate. You know what I mean. Like if you like it, you like it. But I'm, I'm. It's not my cup of tea anymore. Um. All right. Next story. Anthem. Okay. Here's a here's the thing about Anthem. 
Anthem update. Oh, put, put them on the screen. Put them on the screen. Put what on the screen? Oh, oh I'm sorry. Him. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Put, okay, hold on. Put hold on. him on the screen. Okay, there he is. There he is. Okay. Anthem update. In spirit of a transparency of enclosure, we wanted to share what we've made and difficult decision to stop our new development work on Anthem, a.k.a. Anthem Next. We will, however, continue to keep Anthem live service running as it exists today. Since Anthem launched, the team has been working hard on... on continually improving the game and releasing multiple updates and brought to them a variety of improvements and introduced a new content to play towards the end of 2019. We expanded our effort to started working on more fundamental restructures of the game. During the development, we've provided updates revealing some of the team's work through blog posts and conversations with our on social media and been inspiring for us to see the positive reactions and feedback. I've been incredibly proud of the work that the team has been doing and excited to see the play of each, each new build experiences. 2020 has a year unlike... Uh, any other yeah same like destiny said like 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 no other however while it, we continue to make progress against all the games projects and bioware working from home during the pandemic as an impact of productivity and not everything we had planned in the studio before COVID 19 can complement or accomplishment without putting undue stress on our teams i know this will be a disappointing of our community anthem players who have been ex excited uh to see improvements that we've been working on and also disappointing for the team who were doing brilliant work and for me personally, Anthem uh, is was brought to me by Bioware. And the last two years, we have seen some of the most challenging, rewarding experiences of my career. Game development is hard. Decisions like these are not easy. Moving forward, we need to laser focus on efforts in the studios and strengthen with a new Dragon Age and Mass Effect titles while continuing to improve quality updates of Star Wars The Old Republic. Uh, to the Anthem community, thank you for your passion and creativity. So Anthem has been vagoded. Okay, it's been vagoded. Those of you that don't you know, if you're here... It's been Abe Vigoda. Now, it's not to make fun of Abe Vigoda. Abe Vigoda is dead. I like Abe Vigoda. Okay? I used to love Abe Vigoda. He was a good actor. I loved Abe Vigoda. So this is like more of a an honor for these games to become Abe Vigoda. Abe Vigoda. Yeah. Okay? So, so here's the thing. I know people are like, oh, man, I'm really sad about Anthem. Right? You have to remind yourself that when someone steals something from you, and then returns it back to you, they're still a criminal, okay? They still stole from you, but they, they learned their lesson, okay? In this scenario, Anthem worked on a game, their words, not mine, seven years, seven years. Now, let's think about this for a second. What game has been worked on for seven years right now? Destiny. Destiny has been worked on for seven years, and you're still testing it for them, okay? Anthem was worked on for seven years ahead of time, but instead they wasted five and a half years of the development cycle because they didn't proven, proven. Not, not us making it up. Yeah, this not, is making not making it up. This is proven. Okay. They wasted five and a half years of development time of the seven years. Okay. Because they didn't know because they didn't know what it was. Right. Until they showed that they didn't know what it was. Until they showed that thing at E3. And they went, that's the game we're gonna make. And then 13 months later is what we got. Now, mind you. I played Anthem for 250 hours plus, okay? I played the single player. I thought it was an okay story. I thought the game was... I love the combat. I love the flying. I love the the, 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 the the combo mechanics. I thought it was great, okay? But when we got to end game, if it was just a single player game, if it was like a God of War, a Spider-Man, a Tomb Raider, I would have played it, put it down. I would have been fine. It would have been great. It would have been fine. If they had DLC, like if they were working on some DLC right now and put it out... It would have survived. Yes. It would have survived. Yes. But because they made it a games of service game, okay, and they 
just destroyed it because they didn't have gear. They didn't know where they were going with it. They had no focus on what they wanted to do. And they're like, oh, we're going to change it. Here's our roadmap. Take the roadmap away. This is why I've always said, don't show us a fucking roadmap. Okay. Release a game when it's done. Okay. Shut your mouth. Let it work. Okay. If it's a great game, mind you, Valheim, five people working on the game. Three million people have bought it. Okay, it speaks for itself. People are having fun. They're playing the game. They buy more games, word of mouth, so on and so forth. EA doesn't give two shits about what they did. Okay, they don't care about the developers that they they had working on the game. They don't care. Okay, Bioware made had bad management, upper management to keep people focused on what they wanted to do. They just collected checks, did what they had to do. Developers were the 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 uh, the worker ants are not the problem, right? The people creating the game are not the problem. It's the upper management telling the worker ants what to do, okay? And the upper management of those people, EA, don't care because they, look, Anthem sold somewhere along between 7 million and 15 million copies of the game across all platforms. They don't give a shit. They don't give two shits. Do you you know why they kept it alive for two years? Because there was a possibility they could got more microtransactions out of you in the long run and they went you know what we already made our money on it and we have to pay money anyway to taxes and other things which they don't pay fact okay and they just they just throw it they're like yeah let's leave it up for two years right let's employ these guys for a little bit and stuff and that's what they do let's keep them busy until we figure out what else to do with them right 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 keep them busy right look i mean yeah they got a job i get it they absolutely got a job. absolutely but they but as as i said before they were never never going to release anthem again it was just some kind of thing that they were talking about they were trying to figure out can we get here and here's how it went let's to the listen to the last three stories you heard about anthem they were like can we get 30 people to pump out some more end game stuff yep. to warrant a store in order to get more money and they're like no we need at least 150 people working on this game we can't do it with 30 and they're like that's too much. Yep. We can't put 150 people on this I game. I just to bought do what a brand new mansion and a Ferrari. I can't give you guys more money for this, right? So they said, "All right, let's let's vogoda it." Right? So, I'm sorry. Let's vogoda it. Okay? That's it. They vogoded it. So, Anthem's gone. It's sad. It's sad. Thanks for calling in, Vogoda. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for telling us that Anthem is dead. Wait, what what's that? What's that? Oh, there's more. Oh, okay, okay. Well, hold on. Let me let me bring up the next story. The, the next story that I want to talk about is Vogoda is talking about Dragon Age Origins. Now, if, I don't know if you guys know about this. Dragon Age Origins is a uh, is is in development right now, right? It's in development right now. But EA did something really solid for them. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, here it is. Okay. So Jason Schreier reports... Time for some news that's going to make Bioware fans really happy. Okay, Following the success of Jedi Fallen Order and the failure of Anthem, EA has allowed Bioware... Allowed. Uh, by, right. Allowed them. Uh, allowed them. Okay. Allowed Bioware to make the next Dragon Age a single-player RPG. Previously, it was planned to be a games-as-service game like Anthem. It's using the Frostbite engine that they forced them to use Anthem for. Okay, they are forcing them to use, okay, to to make it for Dragon Age. And here's why Vagoda is still here. To me, this game is dead on arrival. Okay, because while they it's were close. in development 
of Dragon Age Origin up to this point. Remember, we're in February, okay, of 2021. This game was supposed to come out this year, okay? We don't know when it's coming out now, but rumors were it's supposed to come out this year. They just allowed them to switch it from the games as service game to a single player RPG. Now, I know we just talked about Anthem. If it was just a single player game, it would have survived. But that's from beginning of development to when it launched. They've been literally working on this game for three to four years already. And now they're changing it from a live service game to a single player RPG. Look, that's great that they're allowing them to change it to a single player RPG. But I'm not touching this game with a 10 foot pole. Okay, this game is vagoted for me. It's not. It's not happening. It's not happening. I don't see how a game can be in development for that long to be a games of service, and then all of a sudden you flip the script and going to make it a single player option. I, I don't oh, absolutely. See that, I don't see how you can work. You can flip that around in in a year. Oh yeah. Like you have you have one more year. It's supposed to come out this year. Look, Wheezy, you're absolutely correct. It'll sell more than five million copies. Okay, I think it'll sell more than 5 million copies. Okay. But the problem is that they're changing the game half, more than halfway through to say... Well, oh, if, well, well, wait a minute. If the game was supposed to release this year, then we're looking at... They've been working on it for three to four years. Right. We're looking at, we're looking at end, game, end, game, end game of the development cycle. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm excited, uh, uh, Giant Charles. All right. I'm excited that they're switching it to a... Right? I was a fan of the first two. I didn't play the last one, okay? I like Dragon Age. But what they did to Bioware, okay, and what they're doing to Dragon Age right now, all of a sudden just swapping it and changing it from a live service game to single, I'm I'm applauding them. Literally, I am, because Bioware should stick with they, what they know, which is stories, right? Story games. They're good at telling stories. With with uh, with uh, SWOTOR, all right, or I'm sorry, Knights of the Old Republic, yeah, all right. Like they are good at it. They're good at telling stories. Mass Effect, Mass Effect Two is one of my favorite games of all time. I've been playing games since I was three years old. I'm 42 years old. It's some of my favorite games. Top top three. Mass Effect Two is a fantastic game. Okay, Bioware knows how to write stories. They know how to yet. They didn't make them do stuff like that. And now they're they're converting a game that's been developing for as a game as a service game now into a single player RPG. I hope it's an easier transition than the opposite way around, right? So Vagoda, what? I'm sorry? Oh, there's one more story. Oh, hold on. Vagoda, you're busy tonight, man. You got a lot of phone calls coming in. Okay. This just in. Okay, this just in. Journey to the Savage Planet. Okay, from PC Gamer, Journey to the Savage Planet has been fixed or uh, has been fixed on Stadia. Now, the game will now let you remove a corrupt saves and we're causing the main menu. Now, an update. The original story last month was Journey to the Savage Planet made the Stadia debut. Unfortunately, a sci-fi adventure is broken and Google just fired all of the developers, okay, who made the game that could fix it. So there's... There was bugs and crashes and lockups and everything that was happening with the game, and no one could fix it. So now the update of this is Journey to the Savage Planet's startup crash has been fixed as a representative of Google announced on Reddit this week. While the patch is unable to repair corrupt saves, 
Okay, the main menu will now tell you if the file is corrupt. Well, that's nice of you. Thank you for letting me know that. To delete it or Beautiful. revert it to the most recent unaffected save. Okay. Beautiful. So, not Journey to the Savage Planet's not dead. It's actually a really good game. You should go play it. It's on Game Pass if you haven't know if you don't know that. But Stadia and Google, Vagoda's telling us that they're dead. They're Vagoda, right? Stadia's done. Stadia's done. Google is done. They 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 destroyed their first party titles. They're they're floating out in the middle of the ocean with no life preserver on right now. They're just looking for land, but they can't see over the over the waves. But but, but see, but the the underlying it was never a video game was never treated this way. It takes people a development team years of their life to create a piece of art that is done well enough that wants a player base to want to buy it and play it right it's a cherished product in the eyes of the gamer it's a cherished product this is an amazing feat that you guys have created over x number of years what the AAA companies are doing now is it's strictly a product it's got nothing to do with how long people worked if they moved from three states to come over here to develop, like they pulled those people in for Stadia, people had moved their entire lives to work onto Stadia, and they were told a bed of lies. We're gonna we're gonna build our the first first party development company from scratch. We're gonna build our games, and because Stadia couldn't make money that they wanted to day one, done, right. done. Okay, they didn't want to invest three years of time to to make a video game, done. It was a year it's been a year and a half the announcement the announcement for stadia first party development was like done a, like a year and a half ago they're working on games everyone's like cool see you in three to five wah, wah. we'll see what you we'll see what you got right and they're like no we're done we're done we're done and we're gonna hire a bunch of third-party people to bang out some games from stadia because now instead of trying to instead of trying to come up with a piece of of hardware that's an entertainment center in the google universe it was we can't make money on this. How can we make money on this? Get as many people as we can on this to pump out some games on this in order for us to make some money on this. Meanwhile, Google and their Scrooge McDuck money, all right, don't want to invest in the product. It's just a product to them. It's not about what it is. It's just a product. Well, how many, how many games do you know of that are just floundering in the toilet and just forgotten about after a weak development cycle, an abusive development cycle, a, a malicious, crazy management involved in the development cycle, and they just flush them down the toilet. Like, does anyone care that anyone worked on a game for two, three years of their lives, five years of their life, and they're like, no, well, they got paid. What do they care? It's a job. Like, that's the, Bas that's the mentality. Basically, now. hey, can you take this pile of dirt and move it over there, please? And then they move that dirt over there. And then when they're done moving the dirt, they're like, mm -hmm. okay, we're done now. And you're like, what? Yeah. Can you move that dirt back over here now? It's like, what am I doing? It's I'm like being in prison. I'm literally it's just like being wasting in prison. my time. Move, the, move yeah. the blocks on the other side of the yard. Yeah. That's what we're doing here. We're, hey, listen, we're paying you. Right. Just, just, just move it. Right. So what's that, Vagoda? Man, you're busy tonight. We have another story. Okay. Well, Google's facing a class action lawsuit over Stadia's lack of true K 4K gaming. Okay. So there's another gaming-focused class action lawsuit in the works. This one's against Google Stadia over whether or not Stadia can run games at 4K resolution. 
Uh, the suit is originally filed in October, but it has developed earlier this month when a lawyer co-defendant of ID uh, uh, id software filed a notice of removal with a federal court. As noted by PC Gamer, the suite uh, alleged, uh, allegates that the Google, Bungie, and ID software misrepresented the capabilities of Stadia by saying that the games like Destiny 2 and Doom Eternal could hit 4K resolution at 60 frames per second. Turns out neither game was playable at true 4K, and the basis for the suit is that anyone who purchased Google Stadia's Founders Edition and Google Stadia Premier Edition or a monthly Google Stadia Pro subscription did so with the intent of playing games at a true 4K resolution rather than playing an upscale version of the said games. The suit is initially filed with the Supreme Court of New York, but lawyers for the for id Software filed to move to the Eastern District of New York, a federal court most civil suits, class action suits in particular, take enormous amounts of time, often years, to work their way through courts. Beyond that, the vast majority of class settles either the class of individual bias, and class action suits are also currently pending in federal courts against Sony for PlayStation 5 controllers exhibiting DualSense drift. Okay, CD Projekt Red for their loss of lost money investigating CD Project Red prior to following trouble launch of CD Project Red. So there are very lot of lawsuits going on in video games now, right? Yeah, but but just to just to tell chat right away. Listen, clash action lawsuits are the worst lawsuits there are out there. Doesn't matter. It yeah. could be 50, 50 million people that are part of a class action lawsuit, right? The the customer gets very little from a class action lawsuit. What happens is the lawyers get the majority of the money. The company loses out, and if it's a small enough company, they go out of business, <clears throat> not the big guys. They just pay the fine, and then we move on with our lives. It doesn't help the consumer base at all. It doesn't increase protection, consumer protection in the in the industry of video gaming. So anytime you hear a class action lawsuit, kind of read through it and just take a look to see what's going on. And afterwards, don't give a shit about it because nothing comes from a class action. Now, if something comes out and says like a blatant type of malicious behavior lawsuit those are the ones you have to pay more attention to well there is another oh thank you thank you abe thanks for calling in this week i appreciate all that all that great news you told us we'll, we'll see you on next week's show okay <clears throat> so comic book gaming epic games is selling a lawsuit related to its own loot box thing with fortnite and rocket league the players are both games can expect to receive an in-game currency after their class action lawsuit and here's here's the perfect thing right this is not even physical money that they're paying out anymore, okay? Epic is literally giving a 1,000 V-Bucks, which is 10 bucks in this class action lawsuit, okay? And a 1,000 credits in Rocket League of fake money, right? You don't get to choose where that $10 is spent. They're just giving you the $10 inside of their game. So you can spend it back to so them. So you can spend it back to them, right? Because it yeah, costs them makes... absolutely nothing, right? That's correct. Yeah. So there you go. That makes sense, right? No? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm suing you. Best, why? Why would I want to? Yeah, why would I want to mail out a bunch of checks to people that got wronged when I could just give them our fake money that they can give back to us? That's much more convenient, isn't yes, it? Yes. That sounds that, that sounds like the better answer. Yeah, it's like getting a, it's like it's like getting a, uh, it's like getting a gift card from like something you don't care about. Like uh, someone gives you a bed uh, Bed Bath and Beyond gift card or something. You're like, what am I? What am I going to do with this? Well, happy birthday. Like, what, what am I doing with this? Oh, I work at Bed Bath & Beyond. It's just a free gift card I gave you. Oh, thank you. Thanks for thanks for carrying and giving me a thing I don't shop at. And you didn't pay anything for it. We'll, we'll, we'll throw in some bad analogies. How about I bought a mattress from a mattress store and it gave me bed bugs. And, and the apology is you gave me a credit towards my next mattress purchase. Right. Uh, a 10%. 10%. <laughs> so right. you can 10 buy a $3,000 bed. Right. So I get another mattress from you. That's right. 
Like, what the fuck are we doing here, guys? Actually, that's happened to me, Sarge. We have a bed that we had a lifetime guarantee. Okay, yeah. lifetime guarantee. No, 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 no. Lifetime guarantee. If it if it if it if it smooshes down like it's like three quarters of an inch. Okay, uh-huh. then you get that warranty. Okay. Uh-huh. If it doesn't go down that far, so what they do is they 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 tell you to take a broom handle and put it across your bed. Okay. Get the fuck out of here. I, I swear to God. And take pictures, all right? And then if they can't tell the by the pictures, they send an agent out, okay? And the agent comes over and does the exact same thing, and we missed it. And I shit you not. I shit you not. We missed it by this much. Like, you can't even put a fucking piece of paper between my fingers, but it didn't make the requirements. I- I'm sorry. Somebody came over to measure your fucking broomstick to see if they were if, uh, if measure the mattress bed. was measure under the, the warranty bed. enough to get yeah, under the yeah. you Only under the warranty if it's... I throw. Yeah. I put the fucking mattress outside. I put a fucking car on it so, for so, a fucking week straight. Put the fucking front wheel of the car on the middle of the damn bed for a week. All right? They tell them to come on back. So, right? get, so, so get this. GTFO, So bro. get this, right? So because you called them, you have a certain amount of time. You have a certain amount of time to verify after that and they give you a 20 percent discount on your next mattress purchase i went i'm never buying a mattress from you ever never, again ever again ever again you can keep your fucking card of your 20 percent. we're not buying from you again right lifetime guarantee unless something else happens right it's so, so fucking ridiculous yeah. we gotta we gotta read that fine print we gotta read that fine print yeah yeah <clears throat> All right, so we, we made through those stories pretty... We went through a, a bunch of those stories pretty good. Uh, let me see what we got here. Um, we, need a, we need at least a half an hour. We need at least a half an hour for for out, Outriders. Yeah, well, we have a couple minutes. We can... We can uh, oh, here's a, here's a story. Here's a story of... Uh, gaming study reveals how much of the global population now plays video games. Okay? What do, what do we guys... What, what do we think... What do we think, chat? Now, don't look it up. Don't cheat now, chat. Okay, what do we think the uh, by population, okay? The world's population is around 8 billion people, okay? So how much percentage of the world, okay, is 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 playing? What do you think, Sarge? What? Playing games? How much percentage? Everybody's got a fucking phone in their hand. Of the world. 70%. Everybody's got a fucking phone in their hand. Stealth's got 85. Barry Mage says 60, 55%. Global, 20. Yeah, okay. Everybody's got a phone in their pocket. Come on. That doesn't mean everyone's a gamer, though. Okay. But they consider gamer anybody that's played a game. You guys are misconstruing the let. No, you're, you're, you're changing the language. Anybody that plays any game on their phone is considered a gamer to them. That's what that is. It's a Paul's, possibility. Paul says 80. I mean, these are all good guesses. I, I would guess if I had to, I would say about 50 to 60% myself. But uh, it says uh, 40% of the population are playing video games. Okay. When you think about gamers, you might envision them as PC or console. Surprising, the fastest growing largest of these games is on mobile. Right? What Sarge was saying. Mobile gamers count for nearly half the amount of gaming population. Even more surprising is that only 8% of those 3.1 billion are on console. So think about that. 40% of the population of planet Earth are playing video games and only 8% are on console. Right. And that's why Blizzard's working on Diablo for mobile and not Diablo for the PC. End of fucking discussion. Yeah. Okay? 
if I can, you gotta, it's not about the bromance anymore, guys. I'm a business. What's my market? Well, we can make a game for PC and the average market for PC users that are in the same bracket that we were in for the last decade is probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 to 25% of PC people would buy Diablo. Or we could spend a third less money, make a mobile version of our game and put it into the fucking hands of the entire fucking planet right, right. and see which part of that pie tries the game right. for more than a month and yep. gives us a couple dollars here and there. Yep. No fucking contest, man. No <laughs> this, contest. This, this is why this is why Microsoft is is making Game Pass to no three contest. billion three billion devices, right? This is no why they're going contest. to three billion devices. So it, it says here that also. Uh, almost half the gamers in the world, which is truly crazy, uh, in second, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, nearly 1.42 billion playing games consumers reside in East Continent. Okay, most uh, half the gamers in the world. When it's truly crazy is the second place is quite a bit off uh, of top of Europe. Nearly 668 million uh, paying game consumers live in Europe. And next is Latin America with 383 million. North America trails behind by far amount here with 261 million. These numbers aren't surprising when you think about the current, you know, state of the of the world in because of, of the of the pandemic. So that's crazy, though. That's crazy. Forty percent. Can you imagine when we played video games, Sarge, when we were kids? OK, America at the time was the number one in in consoles and video games. Right. Consumer. That, consumer. consumer right. And that was like percent. We like we were in the, like, the two percentile. And now yeah. small. Oh yeah, super small. Yeah. And now forty yeah, percent of the world. Right. The number of people <laughs> that are actually interacting with video games on a personal level, either on their phone or on a console, is half the fucking planet. Yeah. Do you actually believe that they're gonna work on a game on a console before they work on a game for mobile? Yeah, no, the mobile's coming it, out before the console version, I believe. Right. The world has shifted. We make mobile games first, and then once I make my shit ton of money on mobile, then I pull out, I pull out a, a, a developing team and I go, hey, why don't you guys take some time out and make one for a console while the rest of us over here are counting our Ferraris? You know, there's no reason for that game to come out on time. I, I don't predict Diablo 4 will come out on a PC probably until another year or two. Yeah, uh, probably, probably, probably next year. I would say twenty twenty two. Late. The mobile late. one's got to come out first. The mobile one's got to come out. Oh yeah, they want to. They, they want to hook you. They want to. They want to hook you. Uh, let's see what time is it? we got. Okay, we still got another time. Okay, so EA, uh, going back to EA now. Games Radar reports that EA is leaving the future of franchises like Battlefront and Titanfall in the hands of the studios. So there's EA. Wow. EA saying they're staying out of it. Right. So. Respawn can call their own, that make their own fate with with Titanfall. Well, Respawn, Respawn has saved them three times. Yes. At this point, yeah. EA should be kissing Respawn's <laughs> ass on a daily basis. Right. Well, they are. That's why they're letting them decide what they want to do with Titanfall. Right. So they're letting them do Titanfall, and then they're also letting Dice do whatever they want with Battlefront. Like, if they think Battlefront, they want to continue Battlefront, which doesn't make sense because in the article, it doesn't say they're coming back to Battlefront. They're just saying that they're they're letting them do what they want with Battlefront because they because the developers listened to the, the community, the community made the game better based on the changes they said. 
right? So they're EA saying, yeah, so you guys do what you want with Battlefront and listen to the fans. Like, do what, do what you want with it, right? So I don't know if this is a little more credence to that DICE is going to make that Battlefront 3 game that I said they were coming out with. What did I say in the book of... Big book of, of bull. What did I say? Big Bob. What did, we, what did I say? I said next year or did I say this year? I said this year they're going to announce it. Right? The Star Wars October, game? October 2022. Okay. Big, so, Bob, yeah, yeah, big, big Bob says October 2022. Right. Battlefront. So, right. So Battlefront 3 will be out next October in 2022. That was my, my thing. Yeah. Respawn should own EA. Yeah. Respawn makes a fraction of the... Of the remember, ever, all the money that Respawn makes, they get... 30% cut and then 70% of it goes I don't know what, what the actual thing is but you know what I mean. Yeah. So at least at least those two companies in EA now they should say hey BioWare you have the freedom to do what you want. We'll just sit back and publish your games. Nope. Nope. They're they're fine tooth comb. Shut shut down Anthem. Is that Frostbite <laughs> you're working? You using Frostbite? All right. Uh, we'll no, allow you Frostbite. we'll allow you to make Dragon Age a single player game. We'll allow you. So there's that story. All right. So that's that. We got the Dragon Age one. We did the Destiny one. Uh, Halo news. We got Halo news. There's Halo Infinite news that I didn't really read up on before the show, so I won't bring that up. But Halo is Showtime. Okay. So Spartans, produced by Showtime, will now be running on Paramount Plus in 2022. There's no trailer, no nothing. It's the TV series. Did you ever watch that YouTube um, series of Halo? Anybody watch that? I forget what it was called. Uh, I, I it was a live I, action. It was a live action mini series. It was phenomenal. If I did, it was a while ago. If I did, it was. A oh while yeah, it's ago. been years. It's been years, like six, seven years ago. Um, it was. It was phenomenal. Well, anyway, Halo's coming out. Halo's coming out in 2022, which I find interesting because. Do you think Halo Infinite is coming out this year? There's it, there's no release date on when Halo Infinite launches. Is that is 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 that correct, Chat? Right as of right now, Halo Infinite doesn't have it, it's delayed, right? But we don't actually have we don't actually have an actual launch date, do we? All right, here's my here's my example. Let me see. It says 2021, but before you before you say it, I think it's going to get delayed into 2022 along the same around time as the Spartan show on paramount plus here's here's my problem they were convinced that they were going to release halo infinite with the new console back in october All right they were convinced convinced they showed what they had the upheaval was ridiculous and they pushed it back now your game was ready to launch and now you had to fix it and you're going to wait an entire year to let it go out. I'll re I I am going to put that squarely comparison to Witch Queen. The game was ready to come out. The game is coming out this year. All of a sudden, the game's not coming out. We're not going to make it. We're pushing it back. I don't think I don't think it's ready. I don't think it's ready to do what it they want it to do. Let's put it that way. I, I'm looking to see in this other, this because, other article with because it. you guys you guys are all thinking about Halo Infinite as like a Halo game, and what Halo Infinite is supposed to be, Halo Infinite is supposed to be Destiny. Yeah, a I, Destiny I think it is type game. 
It's not just a Halo game. I don't know if you want to say games as service, but it's going to be something. The scope was supposed to be much larger like Destiny was. And that's why it was held back. Otherwise, you couldn't pump out a game. You couldn't pump out a Halo game. When was when was Halo 5 out? Four years ago? Yeah, some right? of that. Yeah. About four years? Like 15, so it's 16, like, some of that. You guys don't have a game Halo, ready. Halo 76, Halo 2077. I love it. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just feel like I, I feel like a lot of these companies are trying to make the the Look, Halo should have had a television show 10 years ago. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, they should have jumped on that 10 years ago. Like, what Witcher did with the Witcher series, it made the Witcher game more popular. You know what I'm saying? And Mandalorian made Star Wars Battlefront more popular than any other Star Wars game. And Marvel games are going to do the same thing, I think, for Marvel Avengers. I really do. I think that that's what Halo, the, the Spartans series, is going to do for Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite, if, if Halo Infinite is not mentioned during E3 this year, it is not coming out this year. Oh, I think even if it is mentioned this year, I don't think it's coming out this not year. Not coming out. I don't not think it's coming out. out. Their blog post, I'll, I'll read about it afterwards, but there's a, there's a, they do an interview with the actual dev and he talks about stuff, but it doesn't actually say an actual uh, barrier, time. Barrier, if that's, a, if, if they said those words, I don't give a shit about that game. If they said those words, I don't give a shit about that game. Yo, no, before they even told us one freaking thing of Halo Infinite, I said Halo Infinite is a live service game, is what I said. Oh, for sure. For sure it's a live service game. <clears throat> yeah, I said it. I said it's a live service game, and everyone's like, it's not. It's not a live service game. I was like, oh, we'll see. We'll see. No uh, we'll still shot. see. Um, All right, so let's talk about... Oh, actually, one more story. We have time. One more story. There's a new leak about what the... Um, Marvel Avengers characters. And I, I we've talked about this before, but what I want to bring up is, right, one, these articles run with these data mine and they write stories like it's, like, real, okay? What I want to bring up is, okay, supposedly, okay, supposedly, and this is reported by Miller. Miller is a streamer. He's a data miner. He streams on, on the Purple platform. I host him every once in a while when we play Marvel Avengers and stuff. Uh, he's, a, he's a nice guy. Nice guy. Okay. He comes out with some stuff. He's probably the only one keeping hype up for this game when the game is not keeping hype up for itself, right? He comes out with data mine and people like it because it gives us a little hope, you know, to wait for the game. He talks about Clint, Clint Barton, which is coming out March 18th. We have Peter Parker next, okay, which is only coming out on PlayStation. Then we have King T'Challa. Then we have Jennifer Walters, which is She-Hulk. Then we have Bucky Barnes, which is Winter Soldier. Then we have Carol Danvers, which is Captain Marvel. And then we have James Rhodes, which is War Machine. These are all data mined right now that they're supposed to come out. I don't know what the time frame. Okay. Up to this point in Marvel Avengers, I have have literally, uh, you know, 600 hours into this game. Or I think it is already. Something like that. What the, the, they, they only have one character in the game right now. Six months, they have Kate Bishop, and Clint comes out two weeks after the six-month mark. So six months and two weeks, Clint comes in. So I'll just give him the extra two weeks. He's in. He's in. Two characters in six months. Peter Parker comes to PlayStation. T'Challa. There's still two characters that they promised. They didn't say when, though. They didn't say it was in the first year. They just said four characters come in after launch, five with the PlayStation. Okay. So how, Sarge, in your in your in in your eyes, do they take 
Black Panther, She-Hulk, Winter Soldier, Captain Marvel, and War Machine, and Peter Parker, and get them in the game before the, the one-year anniversary. They don't. They don't. Uh, I'm sorry, they don't. The, the, the one you guys will be hyped about, and, and this is the pairing I'm going to give you, the one that you guys are going to be hyped about is the one where it's Wakanda with Black Panther and somebody else. It's probably going to be, I, I would guess, have to put a female in there, right? So I would say She-Hulk. It would probably be Black Panther. Yeah, and well, that's, that's that's who it is. Black okay. Panther and She-Hulk are the next two. Yeah, right. They'll come out together with that DLC, and that'll be the next thing that comes out. That's a big chunk of content. But you guys are not getting all so, those guys before the end of the so year. Then no my way. question to you is: Clint's coming out with a new region, right? It's coming out with the wastelands with with Maestro. If, if the rumors are true and, and Black Panther is the next one, and there's already been rumors of Wakanda coming out, do you think they do an, uh, a new region and then the next character a new region as well, especially how big the region is? Or do you think they flip-flop Black Panther with She-Hulk or, or whatever? Because I just don't see them giving us two regions like this back-to-back. They won't. They won't. You're, you're, I, don't think, I don't think Clint's region is that big. I think maybe it's like a, a, a it's, section. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not it's just like a an entire. No, it's a region. It's not like an entire world. No, no, it's not like the size of the. It's not the size of Africa. You know, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. It's it's like a state or something that's in. The, right, right. Maybe like two or three locations. But Wakanda is supposed to be like an entire. It's section supposed of to the be map. like the United States. Like it's going to be a whole whole section. Right, right. Yeah, I don't think you you guys are not getting it in a year. There's no shot. Mm. Not with all the balancing, everything comes out. You you guys will be lucky, and I mean lucky, lucky. If Wakanda comes Black out Panther before the year, yeah. before the end of the year, yeah, that's what, but not before the end of the year, before September, because that's the one year anniversary, right? Before the end of the year, yeah, no, I before agree with you. The year, I, yes. I, I, I agree with you. But what I'm saying is, it's one year for September first is the is the one year. Yeah, it's it's. Look, I love seeing these things. I love that. I I think Peter Parker comes with T'Challa. And here's my vision, right? Here's here's my my thought process. But you don't get it. But you don't get Spider Man. No, no, right? I, I personally don't. But this is the reason Wait, that when when does Spider Man come out for the PlayStation? Uh, it already came out for PlayStation. Spider Man's already out. Yeah, Miles Morales it's official. Yeah, it, already, it came out no, no, like two no, months not, ago. Not the, no, no, not the Miles Morales. I'm talking about Spider Man Inside Avengers. Oh, well, there's no release date. There's no release date. Ah, this is this okay. is my this is my theory. Okay. Right now, Clint is literally three months after Kate Bishop, right? If they announce Peter Parker and nothing else for anybody, two thirds of the population that bought the game don't get to play, don't get to play uh, Spider-Man, right? That the they would lose their shit. The community would lose their shit if they didn't get the the next DLC. So what I think is going to happen is, I don't think they're going to give us two regions. But now that you brought it up that Clint's region's smaller, I think we do get. Black Panther next. And I do believe that Peter Parker will be combined with with Black Panther. So everybody gets the new region, okay, of Wakanda. Okay. Everybody gets but for, Black but, Panther. But for, but for six months you don't get Spider Man if you're on Xbox. Six months to a year. But PlayStation will get Spider Man and Black Panther. Which is I, also smart. Which is also smart. Know. I don't think I don't think your game's gonna make it unless Spider-Man comes out. I'll well, be honest with you, bro. What, what I'm saying is, I think they 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 combine them together because they they uh, they need to give the community something to do. And on PlayStation, if they just release Spider-Man, 
everyone's going to be Spider-Man, and then no one will be able to matchmake in anything. You see what I'm saying? They have to release Spider-Man with another character, if like not Spider-Man. if not two, okay? So maybe, hear me out with this, what about if She-Hulk, Black Panther, and Spider-Man all come with the Wakanda on the right. new system, right? They, right. they, they well, lump them all together, sure. right? And then Bucky, Carol Danvers, and War Machine all come with Captain Marvel at the very end of the year. And then they have all the characters in it. I don't know. I know I'm I know I'm I'm putting some uh, stuff out there, but we'll that, 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 I'm not even putting that in the big book. That's too that's too much too much speculation. Having a hard time grinding Marvel? I I'm I'm right now I've, I have it down because I have all my characters leveled up and there's nothing really for me to go for. As soon as, as soon as Clint comes back in, I'm I'm back in it again. The reason why I stopped playing Marvel is because every Con- time I connection. tried to do one of those one of, every time one of, I did one of those uh, long level events and it would crash mm-hmm. and I would lose all the time in it, I stopped. I, I, yeah. I, I, I once it happens a couple, I, I can do I can deal with it every once in a while, but it was happening often. Like I'm on level six or seven, and after 40 minutes, and then I lose all the progress. Like yeah. I'm, I'm I, I'm I was I was doing a 14th floor out. with Hulk. I got to 13th floor going into the elevator, the 14th floor, and it crashed. And there's no save. There's no like resave or you have to do the whole thing over again. I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm good. I'm out. You want what I'm, I'm smoking? Out. Well, I'm not smoking anything. I'm just I'm just looking at the what a data miner is showing me. Right, the data miner saying that all these people have characters developed, voice lines, all this stuff in the game. So if they're working on them and they're going to come in the game, they're all supposed to come out this year. The only way you could do it is if we were waiting for the new systems to come out, right? Which are now March 18th is when Marvel Avengers launches for the new systems. Maybe they can start progressing faster with the stuff and then they can combine. Because they did say in the very beginning that heroes can come out, multiple heroes can come out at the same time. Not all heroes will have stories. Not all heroes will have, you know, they can put more people in at the same time. So we'll see. All right. Last topic is Outriders, okay? Outriders, um, I played a little bit. I said in the very beginning today that Outriders will succeed because if it's single-player, it's co-op, it's cross-play, it's hitting all the right notes, and if it's got good stability. Now, it got overwhelmed, and they did put out things saying that they're updating their servers uh, for the for the flux of people. I, I always find it shocking that, Developers are always shocked by the amount of people they they they, they advertise for a month straight. Day one comes, are like, oh, we didn't expect this many people. It's like, come on, come on, right? It wasn't bad though. It wasn't bad. I got in, but it, it did crash. It did crash, and then I couldn't get in for like 20, 30 minutes, and then I got back in. Now Xbox servers crashed. I don't know if it has to do with one or the other, but the little I play, I think you've played more than me, Sarge. So far, what I have to say is the story's pretty... The voice acting's good. The voice acting seems pretty good. I like the RPG elements of you're picking the, the, the things to talk to people, right? The movement feels... The right analog stick, I have to adjust it, feels a little too quick, but a little too much dead space. You know what I'm talking about? Like, when you hit it, it doesn't move, and then all of a sudden, it's like, whoop! It moves really fast. So I have to adjust that. Uh, the gunplay feels good. The gunplay and the the way the uh, abilities mix, it feels really good, right? So 
what do you, what, what's your ex, uh, what's your viewpoint so far with this game? Because you've played more than I have. Well, I think what's going to have to happen tonight is I'm not going to play. I'm going to let you catch up because I've played it to the point where I can't. I'm not allowed to play anymore unless I switch characters. What do you mean can't I, play anymore? I I played all the stuff I could play. Yeah, I I played since I and since this afternoon I finally got it to work. I've been playing straight the whole okay. time. Okay, so I've done all the missions you're allowed to do. I've gotten to the level you're allowed to do, and I've gotten the weapons as max levels I can get for the level I'm at. Now, here's my opinion. Number one, I don't like the fact that they release a a demo like this when we know the game is done. Yeah. Instead of instead of releasing the game and let me play five levels, ten levels, whatever it is, and then stop, we get this half-assed broken game that's part of the demo. So it makes you think that is this the game? Is this not the game? So you you start to you, you start to worry about how the game develops. Number one, like the story. Number two, the mocap and the voices are good. Number three, level design decent. All right. I, once again, we don't know. Once again, we don't know enough. Yeah. We don't know enough. <clears throat> yeah. Once again, not enough. However, the way that it feels. I use this term loosely now. The way that the game feels is done correctly. I don't like to know everything. I want to be introduced incrementally and learn what parts of the game I can open and then explore that area. I see the town. I don't get to talk to everyone in the town. I do some missions. A guy opens up. I do some more missions. Another guy opens up. Incremental expands the zone, expands the town, the reasons why I have to do the missions. I look like a piece of shit to start with. Good. Right, right. Right. I'm supposed to look like a piece of shit. I find gear. I level up slowly. I learn the weapons. I learn the abilities slowly. That's the problem with a demo in this type of game. And not because it's not a game as a service, just because of the scope of the game. Right? Because in actuality, I look at this like I looked at Anthem, but not as a game as a service. Right. Just as a normal game. Right. There's a lot to understand. There's a lot of abilities in this game. I saw the skill tree. It intrigues me. They don't have the crafting. Are, they don't have the crafting system in the game in the demo. So that's fine. But you don't see the full spectrum of the game. Am I getting this day one? Probably not. I always wait because I want to see what the actual game is doing. I notice a lot of glitches between cutscenes. Yeah. I yeah. notice. I notice a lot of stalls in in um. The verbiage and what's on, because I have the, uh, the 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 closed captioning at the bottom, and the closed captioning is not matching what they're talking about. Sound goes in and out. Once again, demo version, guys. I'm not upset. I'm calling it like I see right. it. Okay. Also, the the transitions bother me. It's got a good system in place, yeah, but the, the transitions the, break are yes, breaking the yes, immersion. Yes, yes, yes. Sw- you, I, I open the door. The guy opens the door. He goes. He walks through it. That's the load screen. I let it go. Then the next scene is him opening the door, walking into the room, and then it loads again. And then I'm back into the. It's like it it, it breaks. It breaks the immersion. It's Once breaking. again, yeah, I understand. Yeah. It's a demo. I'm letting it go. I, I think it's gonna be like that though. I, I movement movement is good, right? The part that I had problems with is because it's it's not a hundred percent a cover shooter, right? But the problem that I have with it's it an is aggressive shooter. I I don't play this way normally. It took me two and a half hours 
to play the way you're supposed to play this game, which is very which aggressive. Which is balls out yeah. in their face. Yeah. Right. So did I put a sniper rifle on? Fuck no. <laughs> I have a shotgun yeah. and an LMG. Yeah. Okay. Which is all close range stuff. And I'm running at the guy on purpose. I run at the guy, duck behind cover, then I immediately jump out, use an ability, punch, shotgun, move, ability, punch, shotgun, move, ability. And I'm just piling into people. There's no cover. I don't I, I I'm behind cover only to reload and then I'm in their face again. Who who right? did you who what character did you make? Uh, I picked Devastator. Okay. I'm Trickster. Right? So yeah. the movement, it, I, I want to say it'll correct itself during the normal game, but the movement is a little wonky. It's like it's trying to move too fast when you're trying to do a move. And when I oh, do it, when yeah, I sometimes roll, you miss. When, you I, miss. when I roll into him and I use the shotgun and, and the reticule is directly on him and yeah. I fire, I'm missing. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed that. I'm missing. That. Like, like that. the shot is going like way past the guy to the right. I'm like, what's happening? I'm, I'm six feet in front of him. How is it? Pow! And I'm missing. So I'm like, all right, so scaling it back, scaling it back. I like the guys. They have soft spots. They have hard spots. They move. They do abilities. Yeah. You have to stun so, them. You have to, you have to you you break. Pro you, probably, you probably haven't gotten to where I've gotten, but I'm in battles right now. These last couple areas with the battles, I'm getting my ass kicked. So I had to change up the way I'm trying to fight the boss, like how I'm supposed to fight him, because you can't run into his face. It's uh, it's like... um. The, what's the word I can say here? The the cadence of the moves you have when fighting a guy who has the same abilities as you, the cadence is much different. It's not like a a standard like looter shooter. I have to know that whatever ability he's about to do, I have to be able to dodge it, get in, do the damage I can, and then fall back. I just can't be in his face the whole time right. because according to the move sets on the screen. He has an invulnerability section or, or, or invulnerability uh, part of his attack. And if you try to use the ability too much, he gets immune to it and it's a cooldown. So you can't just be in his face spamming the ability if you're maxing out you your, yeah, you your traits. The enemies are good. They're not, they're not just targets, right? And this is the beginning of the game. I'm assuming... As the game progresses, guys get a little bit more complex and do more abilities. So what I'm seeing right now is a good sign for actual enemies in the game. They move. They I like do the enemies. Abilities. They 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 uh, they they They're come not around just you. They're standing there waiting to die. Yeah, they flank around you. They they move on you. They're aggressive, just like you're supposed to be aggressive. They come running yes. at you. They come right. Uh, yeah, they come they, right at you. They would they would not let me stay behind cover. They yeah. flank. Yeah. They run at you. They I, block your cover. I did uh, the spot. I was on PC earlier playing. I made a pyro on PC, but I'm playing a trickster on on Xbox. Um, I got my ass handed to me. I was on a mini boss after. Um, I, I, it's like the wasteland. You got to plant a flag first. You went through this little tunnel, and then you you break out into this this area. And uh, there was like a mini boss back there uh, that he did a. His name was Vortex. The Vortex, uh, I think his name is. And he did this portal. And he would teleport. Purple. Me. Yes. Yes. Purple, yes. Purple whirlpool. Yeah. 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 Well, he was he was shooting me, and I was getting my ass kicked, and I died. And then I went back, and I died. I had to lower the tier. I was in tier three. I had to lower it down to tier two, 
and then I, I I beat him. Right. I went to different zones first to power up more, and then I came back to him. Okay. Because I, I was getting frustrated. Now, getting frustrated in a good way. Oh yeah. You yeah, should yeah. Not, yeah. You should even though this is the beginning of the game, you should not be walking through people. I no, I loved it. That's that's the what whole, I'm saying. The whole time you should be trying to figure out what your move sets are, yes. what the limitations of your move sets are, and the cadence at which you can do the abilities to chain them together in order to create a combination when fighting a bunch of guys. What? Because you don't heal. Now, I did find one of my abilities. Uh, I knew it was going to be there because I thought that there's no way this game can be this aggressive all the time. I have an ability on that recharges my health one percentage every so many seconds. So if I do have a little reprieve and I'm hiding behind cover, I can get a little bit of health back. I haven't recognized the health bar and the detail of it. Like, there's certain moves that you do that give you back a certain amount of health, depending on how you many guys are around if you, you. If you mark them, if you mark right. them and they have that skull above their head, it's got a green arrow with a skull. If you mark them and then kill them, you get a lot more health back. If you just yeah, shoot them, that part I don't know. If you just shoot them, okay. If you just shoot them, you get a little you have to bit be of within health. Range. Yeah, you, you get have a little bit of health. Range. Well, it all depends on who you are. Some people have to be up close and they get health back as you shoot. Other people have to get the kills and you get the health, right? Other people, if you mark them, get the health. Right, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I haven't got, I haven't got, I haven't got that far so mechanics. We, yeah, I'm still learning it. We should play together, even though you're you're done. Pick a different character. You don't have to go through the prologue again, so you can just pick another character. Because no, I, I can I, it. I want to see us play together to see how it how it gels with somebody. You know what I'm saying? I I played the pyro and I played the trickster. Trickster, I didn't play very much, but I like the, the trickster a lot the, better the than the basic, pyromancer right now. Right now, the basic abilities are really crisp i like the way they are it's it's a lot of chaos on the screen i'm curious to know what happens when you're playing multiplayer and people are, are chaining abilities i noticed that the gunplay is just a little bit sloppy like a little bit like i understand it's third person but some of the guns the way that they the, the way that they respond I'll, I'll give you a good example when I when I'm in the cadence of doing a shotgun blast into an ability back into a shotgun, for some reason it almost kind of lags a bit. So I'm not getting the the move that I want. Like I I I jump in, I shotgun, I do a move, I roll backwards, and when I come out of the roll, I don't get the crisp shot. It's that it looks like it's the, like the reticule is not targeting. Right. It like it fades to the right, and I, I'm hoping. That's just because it's the demo. Have you have you looked at the skill tree? Does anything in the skill tree help that in any way, shape, or form? Uh, though I only have two points, and so I put them in extra I, health. I, I don't have and, anything and accuracy. Yeah, I have two points. Yeah, I mean, once again, guys, it's a demo. It's a demo. It's the I game. Get it? It's a game. It's a sampling of the game. I get it, but you also know that when they do a demo, it's not the actual full game that we're demoing. It's something else. Now, if this is the full game. I'm a little concerned about some of the issues in the game. I'm hoping that this is just a version of the game that they have as a demo rating as, because they remember they weren't going to do demo. No. It's not like they planned no, to do was, a demo. There was supposed to be no demo. It was supposed to be out right. and launched by now. Yeah. Right. We should be playing it almost a month now. Now, the the transition between different levels, where once again, this is the beginning of the game, a little strange. I'm not sure if the level development is supposed to be this way where it's eventually a zoned area that you that you explore 
but it's divided. Yeah. And you can only get to those areas after you've defeated the bosses in those areas. Now, what I've also noticed is once you clear the zone and you go back to it, only the boss is there, not the guys leading up to the areas where you're fighting the boss. Right. It's like a clear, it's like a clear area now. Yeah. Yeah, you've taken it over. That's why you put your flag there so you can travel so you can right. so you can travel there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so so to me right now, just the story itself for the small part of the story that we've got the prologue and the, and the, a little bit that I've played, I'm intrigued by it. I'm intrigued by the story, yes. by by the stuff the alone. It's good. The the voice acting I said is good. Um it's not the great. Attachment, it's not great, I but played it's good. Long enough. The attachment to characters is also good. Yes, I'm I'm, I'm getting attachment to the characters. Yep. I like I like the characters they have in there. The the dread of it all, the part of the story that what makes you think of what what's going on, the connection you have just to humanity as the character, humanity as the character, not as individual characters. Like you feel for them because like this is it. Like you feel like that you're supposed to be doing these missions correctly because you feel like this is the end of humanity. Right. I, I have to actually be part of this. I have to actually do well. I I am I'm excited to play, and I'm not looking at this as a looter right now. I'm looking at this as it's a thirty to forty hour game. Okay, they they say it's a thirty to forty hour game with side missions. It could double or triple. They said all based on who you are. Okay, so technically it's about a fifty to sixty hour game. Let's say the sixty dollars. That that right there sells me because I'm a, when a game like this comes out, if I get a dollar an hour, right, and especially since I'm a streamer, right, and I and I play, uh, and Joel says he's not interested. Don't get a game at launch, and I I tell people don't pre-order, don't pre-order, and don't buy it the first day. Wait a week, right? There's you're not you're not missing out on anything, right? Like people like myself, I'm gonna buy it because I'm interested in the story. The story alone. If I put the game down after the story, I'm okay with that, but. There's more after the expeditions are there and, and stuff. But again, I'll know if I like that as I play through the campaign, as I level up my gear, as I go through stuff, I'll be like, you know what? I like what I, I see here. I'm going to go into the expeditions. But if I just play it, if I just play it just for the story and be done with it, I think it's a solid game so far. Just what I've seen. I think it's worth the money that you would, you could, you could get the game, but I'm not saying to pre-order in any way, shape or form. I, I like to make the companies sweat, right? They put a product out, and I want them to know that their product's not going to sell to the day they launch it, okay? And then the, it'll speak for itself. Word of mouth, Valheim is in early access, okay? But it speaks for itself, and they're adding to it, right? This is a standalone game. It's seized, like sealed, okay? Now, they did come out. Is there a quote? Does someone have a quote for me earlier? I know in chat someone posted it earlier. They did post something saying that if it's successful, they'll talk about more content down the road. And I'm thinking to myself, they better be talking about DLCs and not games as service. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? It's, PV yeah. it's PVE, so we shouldn't have to worry about uh, separating the player base. So if you either buy the new DLC and get the new DLC with your friends, you and your two other friends, or whoever else is playing the game, but... If it comes out like Borderlands 1 and 2, I'm okay with that, right? Like, if they come out with DLC and they just keep giving us DLC, I'm okay with that. Because if their game is good and they prove themselves the game and then they charge for DLC, I'm okay with that, right? Because if I could, I could be like, I want that, I'm going to pay it, it's done. I don't have to wait on Tuesday at reset to go get my gun right. or this. Right. But, 
but the feeling from it is that I think that's part of the problem I'm having with getting over with getting over is the fact that it is not a game as a service. Like I'm looking at the game, I'm looking at the tree and I'm like, Oh man, when am I going to have time to play this and, and do this before the reset? And I have to tell myself, there's no reset, right? There's no there's reset. No reset Sarge. It's just, you just play the game. Yeah. You're just, you're just playing it. I'm like, okay, but, but what if this, but what if this, and, I'm, and I keep hearing the same stuff in my head when I'm looking at the game, I'm like, like, dude, it's a closed game. Right. It's a closed game. Just just, just play it. And when play you're done it. with it, don't play stop it. playing it, right? Yeah, so it's it's interesting to me. I, I I like it. I just hope they stick to their guns and don't make it into a games of service game. I hope they it, it seems interesting. I like it. We're gonna play some more right after this. We're we're just a few minutes away. Um so I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to to, to diving more into it, figuring out we're gonna be playing it all month long, not constantly, but I want to. I want to get into all the classes. I want to play all the classes. I want to see which ones I like. Right now, I like the Trickster better than Pyromancer, um, but I do love that it's crossplay. That's a huge, huge drop in, drop out well, crossplay. If, 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 if it does, if it does, if it does work correctly, right? If it works great, well, we will find out. I want to play with someone tonight. If someone wants to come in, we'll take turns. You know what I mean? Like me and Sarge are playing, and someone, the third person, can come in and play with us. So, uh, what was the Division Two update called? Streets of New York. Uh, yes, the the New York DLC, I believe so. Yeah, it will be the Streets of uh, Enoch. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I, I think it, overall, I think it's the gun. The guns sound did good you, too. The guns sound did good. Did you did you learn to what areas you can mine? There little resources I you can mine. Did you just, figure those out? I, I I I don't know about resource areas, but I did find like two areas. I pulled my drill out and 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 farmed yeah. some stuff. Yeah. Those things, it's there's like they're scattered around. They're in the same locations. They're not always. I haven't found I haven't found like new locations. Once I, it's, it's either a set amount of time or how many times you visit the zone, they'll they'll reappear again. But it, it's a random resource. I can't identify them which one is different than the other. I've gotten iron. I've gotten titanium. I've gotten different things. And the, and the, and the actual node looks the same to me. I don't know the difference yet. It looks the same. And my eyes are still decent. Uh, black goo with white specks. <clears throat> and, and, and sometimes I get iron. Sometimes I get ti uh, titanium. It's weird. So yeah, I only found. Oh, no, iron. I got, I got, I got, I got some titanium, George. So it's there. Yeah, I only found iron myself personally. Did my stream just go down? Okay, no, we're good. Um, yeah. So, I'm oh, excited. resets. Thank you. Top, top, two fives. Thank what, you. What is it? Is it? Is He's it, saying that there, there, there's resets on the on the NPCs. On oh, the, on, on the, the vendors do have resets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could buy it. You could see that one. That's like it was a blue weapon. I saw that you could buy it for 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 some stuff. Uh, can't you mind your stuff to have uh, when the game drops? Yeah. So everything that you have, they say beforehand in the game. They say carries over. They said don't hoard they said spend the money right they said this goes up to like twenty thousand or something the other ones go up to a thousand each they said stop hoarding and then go spend it which i uh, which is fine but yeah your guns your level your your skill points all that moves over with you when the game comes out yeah this game's not only has no announced future plan besides devs on discord saying a successful launch will eventually bring more but by their own emissions they have multiple other games uh, IPs, they're building one with Square Enix, one with Take Two. I don't expect expansions anytime soon. I, oh, I personally I mean, think Weezy, they might, a, they might already have them done and in the work, like, like they're done. If it's back. a one and done, if it's a one and done, however, that you can dwell 
in the end game for longer yeah. until you max out, then the game is the game. But the issue, the issue that that I have with it, the way that they speak about it is it's not a games of service, but the end game pretends that it is. It's it's strange to me why you would have a tree that big and not explain to me what the actual end part of the game is. If the end game is the expeditions, then what is that? Like I get the best gun, but then what? Like you you're giving me end game. Right. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's like a lead into what might be. So I could, I, I could say to myself, well, okay, well the game does well. We finished the game. I'm in the top level of the game, and at some point, they release a DLC right. to keep me busy. Yeah. Otherwise, I, I find it strange that the Expeditions is the top-tier stuff, but then why why do it? Hold, hold on. Keep keep talking for a second. Sorry. Um, I, I, I was also noticing... Um, yes. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not a real big fan of the pistol. Unless, unless there's some kind of ability on the pistol that makes it worthwhile... I do like the fact that I might be able to dual pistol, if that's an option. Well, you are dual pisting. There, there well, are dual not, pistols. Not, not some of those guns I have were not dual. Oh, see, I had I had dual pistol with my Trickster. Yeah, no, not the one I have. I also so, with my with my with my Pyromancer, I only like, had one. Yeah, it looks like I have a dirty hairy gun. Is what it looked like. I had. I mean, I also noticed that the the ability tree there looks like there's either five or six abilities, and you pick the three that you like. Right. Well, you could go. Then on, you could go from the bottom and then go all the way to the top if you wanted to. No, no, no. I'm talking about your current abilities, like your, your left oh, yeah, trigger. You, you could swap them out. Yeah, you could swap them out. Anyone you want. Right. So yeah. there's five to pick from. Eight. Or eight six. total. Eight total. And there was only and four in the only demo. Have, you can only have three. Correct. You're only, you're only playing with three. Yes. Active. Yeah, three active. Eight total, and you can swap hot swap them out anytime. See, I, I'm always a fan of, of, of when you do a game like this. That I always think that to do an ability while while holding the controller like this is to be able to push one of the triggers and then it activates the abilities by pushing the trigger. And then when you hit one of the buttons, it does the ability because you're holding it. All oh, right, you're that act- way, right, 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 that right. way that way you have access to more abilities while you're playing. I don't like the limitation of you're using the buttons as the limitation to the abilities as opposed to using a conjunctions of buttons to open up like a like a radial menu. Not 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 in quickness. No, I, 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 know you, I know what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're hold, talking about. Hold hold the L B button and then press X or hold the L B button and press Y. And that way I'm I'm doing like a cadence of moves where it's like I only have these three buttons. This is all I can do until I pick something else. Yeah. Little it's a little limiting considering what we've been doing recently with abilities for other games. But I'll see how it plays out as I continue. I mean, to play. It's, it's look. I see a lot of similarities between this game and Marvel Avengers. I, they're both published by Square Enix. Uh, the way the heroics work in Marvel Avengers is the same. They, they work in this game. Uh, some of the some of the abilities in this game. I saw one of the things in the, in the trailer. It showed a icicle that went around like the like the arrow that Hawkeye uses. The way you do the slam like Hulk. There's a lot of similarities to the stuff that this game has with special yeah. abilities. So I don't know. I'm excited. Game, I'm the, excited for it. The game itself was leveling world here without me touching it. So apparently I was either killing guys too quickly or too fast with my button combinations, what I was doing with abilities and weapons. So it moved you up. And so it kept moving me up. Yeah. It wouldn't it wouldn't let me stay 
a world tier two. I was up to like world tier four or five for a while. You you can go back and change it if you want. Like if you don't want to go up. No, to no, the, I understand that, but level. I I think that's actually interesting that the game recognizes that you're you're plowing through. Yeah, so it makes so it harder. It, it juices it juices it up. That's actually a, that's a good thing. Yeah. You All shouldn't right. you shouldn't shouldn't be stomping. All right, chat. That is the end of episode 253 is in the can. I do appreciate you coming out and watching Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. Live here every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. We actually had a lot of people come in today, and I do appreciate all the new people coming in and watching. If you've watched it live, please make sure you hit that, uh, you know, hit that, uh, that like button, the dislike button, the subscribe button. Right, hit the notification. Uh, just engage, engage with the content. Uh, share it with somebody. We love that people are coming out and watching it more and more. We do, we do absolutely love doing the show. We've, we're not going anywhere. We're not like Stadia. We've been, we've been solid here since 2015. Uh, we've done 253 episodes now. So I do love the fact that you guys come out. If you like to go above and beyond that, you can become a member of us, and it helps us out. Uh, goes above and beyond that. Uh, appreciate it very much. This show is over, but the stream is not. I'm going to end this stream. We're going to go right over, and we're going to play some Outriders tonight. So I do appreciate it very much, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. Take care, guys. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.